a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like Thursday nights single time that we come through it's the pop belly gamers we got it on lock this the podcast we will never stop it's the pop belly gamers it's the pop belly gamers yes <clears throat> oh yes hello it is the pop belly gamers hey this is the pop belly gamers companion podcast for the week of july 26 2019 this is episode number 100 and 90 on our road to 200. And 190. 190, yeah, 190. Just 10 left until number 200. And we are coming to you live on the All Games Radio Network. We are live every Friday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you want to uh, chat and interact with us on the show, you can. By joining the live chat at allgames.com forward slash live. The live chat, a.k.a. Discord, is always lit, as the young people say. Um, so even if there's no live show, there's always someone there to talk about something. I'm your host, Yasser Raja, a.k.a. Icon Boy, on Xbox Live and uh, PlayStation Nation. Uh, please add me, as, add me as a friend. I'm very lonely. And uh, you know what? I don't believe that any of the people in the chat actually exist. I think Tiger Claw, Warham, Shadow Next Gen, Hecht, all these people don't actually exist. They're just figments of my imagination. If you want to prove to me, people in chat, that you exist, then you come on your uh, you know, uh, gaming platform of choice, be it Xbox or PlayStation 4. No 3, no 2. You know, I thought you were going to say you're going to come add me. on the rag and mail it to me. What? Is that worth any money? Could be. Do you think people will pay me for that? Resale value goes through the roof and it smells. That, my friend, is the man with all the ideas, all the really good ideas. <laughs> it's Anthony Franco! Yeah, yeah. AKA uh, Rail underscore Grinder? Um, on PlayStation. And Rail Grinder on almost anything else. Oh my God, dude. Are you serious? <laughs> Someone took my name! But still. Someone took my name! Okay, wait a second. Have you tried to... T- to see if like maybe it got like that person's not using it anymore. Oh, I've tried. And no, not yet. No, not yet. It's a pretty good name. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Rail Grinder. Hey, um, so when fuck when, you, no space Rail Grinder and PSN. You know when I uh, when I try to get my username for things. Yep. And it doesn't go through. You know what my alternative username is, right? Which is Iconboy twenty ninety nine. That's my name in Pokemon Go, right? Because Why twenty ninety nine? Because do you remember Marvel Comics? Spider Man. Well, the thing is. Or was there a 2099 series? Exactly. Oh. So what they did was they took all of their uh, superheroes, the, a lot of the major ones, and they just set them in the future, like that, like in the year 2099. So Spider-Man 2099 takes place in the year 2099. Ooh, it's that's like fucking awesome, dude. It's fucking awesome. I'm a big Spider-Man, dude. The 80 years from now, that, that, that's like nothing. Is that it? It's just 80 years from now? Yeah. Shit is so different in the future, guy. Everybody's driving around in uh, flying cars. And the skyscrapers are like huge. Huge. And we're going to live through uh, the next 80 years, right? Right. Not in these bodies. But I'm hoping. I'm Who says it's going to be these bodies? Well, I'm hoping that it's not because I don't want to be uh, have my diaper changed, you know? 
I want my diaper changed as an old man. <laughs> I want someone like I don't lifting, lifting my leg and like <laughs> pulling up like my uh, my uh, my sack that's just like dragging on the floor and like wiping out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wipe I'd, my ass. Um, yeah, no, I don't want to be in a position where I have to have my diaper changed. I'd rather be dead. You know what I'm saying? Or wait, no. You know what? I take that back. I I think being Th- being is- alive is preferable to being dead. Period. And th- and th- that's your payback to society for fucking you over. They get to wipe your ass but the and thing deal is, with your shit. The thing is, it's not a payback to society. It's a payback to whoever has to wipe my ass. It's a payback to that one person who I probably has never done anything wrong to me, who's probably being born right now as we speak. And uh, that's probably karma that's building up for them. Oh, <laughs> you, you did some shitty stuff in your life, dude. Uh, because uh, I pun ate, intended, pun intended. I ate some corn, and that shit does not get processed by your stomach. You know, you gonna know what your hands. Are <laughs> That's something you're gonna do when you're uh, when you're an old man, like can't move. They get they just feed you nothing but like corn off the cob. They don't even cook it. They just like <laughs> that would balance. be harder, dude. I'm telling you, they mash it up, put some butter in there, and it's just a corn mash, and then you drink it. <laughs> Or they put give it to you in an IV. But anyways, I don't know why you keep talking about being old and decrepit. Like when I say these bodies, oh, do you hear something? Mm. That was weird. Maybe I locked when the I door. say these bodies, was that the door? No, the doorbell has a really distinct bell. Then yeah, never mind. No, no, no. You know what? You should check it anyways. Okay. I made Anthony get up and sit down again. Uh, my real reason is there someone at the door? Did you lock the door, Antoine? Uh, I like to think that I'm in a safe neighborhood, but. Anything's possible. You know what I'm saying? Anthony Franco just got murdered. Who was it? Nobody? It was a figment of my imagination. You know what? I'm pretty sure I heard the computer bing. That's what it is? I I think that's what it was. So I'm hearing the same thing. Yeah, that was weird, right? Discord's messing us up. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) um, I'm all over the place today because I I introduced Anthony Franco instead of uh, the seducer slash producer, Glenn Kremp, uh, who decided that his family is more important than the podcast. For shame. You know? And you know what I want to say to that? Fuck you, Glenn. Fuck you. For shame. All right, we don't even need you. You know? We know where your loyalties lie. Just like they said on The Simpsons. If you're not coming in on Friday, don't bother coming in on Monday. That's when he said, woohoo, four-day weekend. <laughs> Tuesday, I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Uh, Glenn, he's in the chat. Uh, he said, Our hey, staff chat. can you raise the volume of the podcast? What? It's low? But no one else seems to be complaining. Hey, everybody else in the chat that isn't Glenn, do you, do you think that there's a problem with the volume of the podcast? I'm looking at you, Tire Claw. I'm looking at you. Listen, Tyler Claw, what is going on? We have with to you? get like, back on the ball, up. dude. Like, what's going Although on? Although this Tyre is like Claw? pretty loud already. Tyler Claw, why are you not at my beck and call? This is the number one <laughs> podcast on the network. Number two last week, but number one since. Wait, no. Remember, I established um, that as long as you got number one at least once, that you're allowed to. It's just like being a president. Oh, I you see. You know what I'm saying? So from now on, I can just always say we're the number one podcast. Okay. Facts don't matter when it comes to my imagination. So we, we moved on, uh, ourselves up from, we're at number four. We're at number four to now. I don't, I don't remember ever saying we were number four. I always remember saying we were number one. <laughs> uh, and other podcasts don't exist. Fantastic Forum, 
Fantastic nothing. They don't exist. Oh, man. They're the scariest podcast. Like, I, I've never heard of the podcast because I refuse to Touch listen and stuff? give them numbers. <laughs> okay. But you know what? I should listen to an archive of the podcast, you know? Because is, doesn't the saying go, know your enemy and you will know thyself? John 56:49. That was in the Bible? I think so. One of them. Okay. Anyways. Um, now, apparently, I'm a bad Christian for not knowing this. That's okay. As long as you're a good human. But I'm still going to hell, right? Huh? <laughs> I think more of the majority of people are. Oh, that's true. Yeah. See you soon. Yeah. That's, that's going to suck. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the worst. Um, okay, I don't know like what Aunt Glenn is saying because no one else has complained about the volume being too low. And Tire Claw, um, I don't know. I think he hates our show specifically, and he hates me specifically because he pulls this kind of bullshit where, you know, I ask for help and he's never around. You know what I'm saying? But for Dead Picks Alive, he's right there on the ball. For Fantastic Forum, he's there calling in, lending his voice, pushing them to the number one spot. See, that's another reason that I think that they have an unfair advantage with Tire Claw. They got the inside guy, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever heard Anthony Franco's on his uh, no, phone? I was going to say. He's not listening. Well, like, is it not because of uh, how we fell from our dynasty back in the day? Dude, that like was that. 10 minutes ago. We've been talking about Inside Man, the movie. Oh, I haven't watched that movie. Oh <laughs> now I'm just joking. I'm fucking with you. Uh, is there a movie called Inside Man? <laughs> there is a movie called Inside okay. Man. Oh, thank God. Do you remember with Denzel Washington oh, and those guys in the bank vault and stuff? Oh, when he hid in the... No, that's the ending of the movie. Spoilers, dude. That's the ending of the movie. What's wrong with you? I, I thought that was like mid-movie. Never mind. No, that's like the whole, like at the end, you're like, how'd he get away? How'd he get? It was the whole, that was it. Thank you. Brian Spoiler Austin. alert. Anthony is the new Brian Austin. <sighs> you know, people don't know that we give uh, Brian Austin a lot of shit on the podcast. Uh, and people like, why? As a fleet. And people on the street stop me, you know, because I'm a celebrity. And they go, hey, <laughs> love the podcast. Bob Billy Gamers all the way. You look like you should be on the podcast because you're fat. I'm like, okay, do you want to, can I help you with something, sir? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I'll have a, I have a bone to pick with that Brian Austin there. You know, seems to hate everything. I forgot where I was going. And do they approach you with like pitchforks and, uh, and torches? Yeah, because they mistake Brian Austin for like a Frankenstein type uh, person. In, in what sense? You know, he's like big and... Lumbering? Yeah, that's a perfect word for it. And I also think the real Frankenstein would have gout as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and possibly a blood pressure problem where he'd Is go up to Professor Frankenstein and be like, open up all the windows in the castle. <laughs> Is that why I can barely speak? Yes. <laughs> and lives away. <laughs> and lumbers away. <laughs> and lumbers away. He's a man of few words. Anthony Franco is a man of few words. He's like, <laughs> air conditioning won't be invented for another 300 years. Wow, that's pretty good. Air conditioning. But it's shitty air conditioning. In 300 years, they're going to get the equivalent of like, well, you remember what Remember what VR used to be at carnivals? Where yep. you'd go and stand up and there'd be this huge machine you would look into with a periscope type thing? Yep. Yeah, that's what AC was for Frankenstein, but he still had to wait 300 years. So what, some, just some guy blowing on like cold ice? No, it would happen during the Industrial Revolution where... Do they have fans yet? Uh, I think so. And all ran on steam. And so we were they were letting Freon go into the atmosphere via steam. You know what I'm saying? 
They, they fed them free all already? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's what they fed the children instead of pay- paying them money. <laughs> and then keep getting new crops of children to work in the Industrial Revolution. Some guy in the corner, like, luring children with Freon into the, uh, to the factories. Yeah, see, it's ironic that they lured them with the poison and then also paid them with the poison, <laughs> you know? It's a double, it's a double whammy. Uh, packages a win-win. Look, dude, kids like, you know, bright colored things. And that Freon was like a, <laughs> like a, like a neon green, you know? <laughs> it was like rolling around in the ooze from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> TGIF, right? What was that company called? TTF, TGIF. TG, I, uh, from what? Oh, yeah, what's from Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Was it TGIF? Enemy in the chat, fact check my nerdness. I don't, was remember, it I don't remember that company. T- you know what? Tire Claw would know. Tire Claw is the number one fact checker. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan. Fan, even yeah. better. Hey, uh, by the way, Tire Claw, the other day I went to Chuck E. Cheese, and guess what? They had a new Ninja Turtles game. Wait, what new Ninja Turtles game? Oh my God, you are not a Ninja Turtles fan. They made a new Ninja Turtles four-player Ninja Turtles side-scrolling fighting Arcade game. game? Yes, and it's friggin' awesome. Guess what, though, Tire Claw and Anthony? I didn't get to play it because my stupid... Oh, there's Hecht. TGRI Hecht. I have an honest question for you. Did you Google that? Or is that is that your... Oh, wait, Tire Claw saying no. It's TCRI. Oh, wait a second. Who's right? Oh, wait a second. Tire Claw's laying some goddamn knowledge on us. He says in, in Secret of the Ooze is TGRI, which means that, Hecht, you're still right because I asked for the company from Secret of the Ooze. So, Hecht, congratulations. You've won nothing. Continue to listen to the podcast. Thank you very much <laughs> for, your, for adding a number to our dynasty. We're going to be number one this week, baby. I have a feeling. You know why? Why? I don't know. I have a feeling. Where's that feeling coming from? From your loins? From my bones. From my goddamn bones, Anthony. Got to keep the goddamn energy level up or people are going to drop off like flies. But Glenn the, already wants to leave and be with his family. But is the feeling coming from your loins? It is. There's a heat there too. You know what I'm saying? Then that will dig right into the bones. You got the right feeling, my friend. Uh, is that a double entendre? Bone? No, I got no... Uh, <laughs> 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 this is what the podcast is with. It's just me and Anthony... This pointless banter. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, he just looked it up. You know what, uh, Hecht? I uh, someone doesn't want to lose. I I'm I'm sorry. I've lost all respect for you, sir. Unless you're saying you just looked it up just to verify. And if you're telling me, sir, that you came up with TGRI without googling it, I would be a very impressed and b your number one fan. Hecht, please, please don't let me down. Um, like ha- everything in my life. Ouch, Hecht. Very sad, very dark. Uh, he said, I went off the movie. I just looked it up. It's TGRI. I went off the movie. I win nothing like everything in my life. Jesus, that's so dark. Um, you win respect. That's what Glenn said. Glenn is like the Sweden of our friends. He's nice to everyone and never has anything bad to say about people. Never talks shit about people when they're not here. Like but we just should. for answering? About Brian Austin right Just now. for answering? Yeah. You in the place in our hearts. Uh, do you hear that? Because nobody else uh, answers. No, Tycho answered. Oh, yeah. He always does. Yeah, but Tycho has to But that's de facto. Yeah, he's an so he he all-games employee. He has to answer. TMNTUZTGRI.JPEG. Thank you very much, Tiger Claw. You know what? 
I'm sorry, that's not good enough proof. His hand is obscuring much of the text. I'm sorry, Tire Cloud, we can't go based on that. Okay, he's come up with another picture where it says TCRI. And what is this from? That's not from Secret of Views, is it? Let me see. And also, the writing looks really weird and different. The canister itself is different. You see the edges? What is this from? I can't tell. Okay, so he Heck said that he looked it up to verify. So, um, you know what, Heck? The, you know why? Fourteen movie. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna pull this respect back out of my pocket and give it back to you, Heck. I apologize. I thought that you had just when I when I specifically said don't don't Google it, man. When I said specifically not to Google it, then you goggled it. But uh, it was just for verification, so it's okay. What do you got there? I got. I brought us some like wet Rice Krispie squares. Why are they wet? Because of the condensation from my drink. Okay, as long as but it's not they're wrapped. Pee. As long as it's not pee. That's so. Just so people on the chat know, I did not come here with unwrapped rescue Krispie squares, like soaking in. In your sweat. Condensation. Yeah. You know what? What? I love rescue Krispie squares. See, these things are freaking deadly because like this is an easy way to lift. To kind of like eat a whole box of cereal without eating a box of cereal. Yeah, I get it. But it's Rice Krispies. Like Rice Krispies, they're not that bad. But this has got a, sh- a mountain of sugar in it as well, right? Yeah, so marshmallows. Marshmallows, yeah. Marshmallows are just basically sugar. Um, okay, so Tire Claw, once again, he's got to be perfect man. He's got to be that uh, Shazam. Perfect man, right? Uh, is that what Shazam up- is? Apparently. Do you remember the bad guy showed up to me? He's like... Ah, so this is their champion, so-called perfect man. Remember when you said oh, that? Oh, yeah, I, I don't recall. So we watch it. Uh, the first look I or posted, not. you can see the G. No, you can't. No, you can't. Tire claw. You can't see the fucking G. Okay, wait a second. I apologize. Um, when zoom I in. zoom in, like Deckard on Blade Runner, enhance, enhance, enhance. You're right, Tire Claw. I apologize. Confirmed. It confirmed. Is a G. So you've, uh, you know, rekindled the, the heat, the, the fire in my loins, and you've once again uh, made your way into my heart and all of our hearts, Tire Claw. Thank you. Speaking of, uh, of Deckard, what's his name? Uh, passed away uh, 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 sometime this week. Deckard Kane? No. Uh, Is it someone famous? The, uh, the villain from uh, Blade Runner. Oh yes, yes. I, and then when I keep that forgetting guy, his name, yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. And then when I heard that that guy died, I was like, oh, Brian Austin's gonna really. Maybe that's why he's been lashing out lately. It's possible he's gonna be real hurt because he's like, because he said, I want to see a sequel with this dude in it as the bad guy. And unfortunately, that's not gonna happen anymore unless Marvel gets the rights, not Marvel, Disney, and then use their crazy, creepy, 3D uh, bring back to life CG, CG. Like you remember with Leia? Yeah. They gave you young Leia, and she didn't. She, but okay. she didn't look real at fucking all. Okay, dude. and same, same with same Admiral. With what's his face? They don't. Uh, I, didn't, I did not think that uh, young Leia looked authentic. Yeah, not the same way uh, when uh, you de-age someone or or whatnot. It was but, yeah, it was just way too CG. Uh, yeah, it was just way too CG. I couldn't the, believe it. Do you remember the name of the Admiral guy that Ackbar? they? Were, no, no, that they made three D. Which one again? But, and he's, a, he's the bad guy. In that same movie, dude. He makes the Death Star. Or he's like Commander. Someone in the goddamn chat help us. God damn it, Glenn. You were in the chat and you're listening to the <laughs> show. Type. I don't no. know who this is. Who's the Admiral guy? The guy that was wearing all white. 
<laughs> no, he's in a gray uniform, dude. He works for the Empire. No, that's what... Oh, sorry, I meant the, the gray uniform. And he, Yeah, he's like... He's uh, the scroll guy in... Um, no, he's not, dude. I'm thinking of the wrong movie. What the fuck am I thinking We're talking of? about Rogue One. Oh, right. With Leia? Okay, no, no, no. Don't do a Google search. We can... We can think about it. We can think about it. Hey, Google. No, no, no. <laughs> stop. Hey, Google, stop. Um, okay, so we know this guy's knighted because his, like, his actor name is Sir blah, blah, blah. So I know that he's knighted. He's like the old guy who's in Rogue One. He's in charge of the thing. He's not, he's not the one that you're thinking about who's the lesser, lesser guy that goes to the planet to get him. Remember when they park like 10 miles away and then they walk all the way to that guy's hut? Yeah. And he's in that cape? That's not the guy I'm talking about. That guy was also in Ready Player One. He was the bitch CEO okay. in Ready Player One. So I'm thinking of... I'm talking about the guy above him, the guy who was in the original Star Wars back in 75, and then he died, and obviously couldn't bring him back because we don't have necromancers right now. Maybe one day. <laughs> but they couldn't bring him back, and his name was Admiral... Hey, Google. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's working properly. No, I can't. Uh, I don't remember. Why can't I remember? Glenn, please help us. Look, even Glenn doesn't understand. No, I'm not fucking talking about Krennic, dude. Okay, Admiral. What's Rogue Krennic Man. in the original Star Wars in 1975 or in 79? No, I'm talking. Tarkin. Oh. There you go. <laughs> ah, you looked it up. Yeah, bastard. To. Oh man, it's but, bugging me. It was bugging but me. But also, uh, we've established today, confirmed that Anthony Franco is a bigger Star Wars fan than one Leafs in Six, aka Glenn Kremp, because he couldn't come up with the answer. This account since. Uh... And you did without the use of Google. That was incredible. I, your eyewitness. I did not see anything. Anthony Franco. Wink. <laughs> hey Google, you didn't see nothing. Erase history. It's a little hard to see in here, but the acoustics are fantastic. Ah, uh, this bitch knows uh, what I'm talking about. She's like, yeah. she said in a way that she's like, read between the lines, you know? Yeah. My mouth like is it. shut. Don't throw me in the garbage. Is basically what she said. <laughs> uh, uh, what were we getting at? Uh, the there you CG go. Is not... The name is Grand Moff Tarkin. Well, a little too late, Glenn, because we got our Star Wars encyclopedia right here. Do you understand? You're no longer the Star Wars sage, the Star Wars elder. Thank you. Sir. All hail the new Star Wars elder, Anthony Franco. Hip, hip. Hurrah. You don't say it for your own inauguration, dude. <laughs> There's just nobody else here, so we're not going to have the hurrah part. It's just going to be a long silence. Let's go for it. Ready? Hey, Google, say hurrah. Sorry, I'm not sure how to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. By the way, Hex said to soak these in chocolate. Soak them in chocolate? Like, like how? Like like fondue style? I think that's what he's, that's what he's insinuating. <laughs> Get that fondue machine. Is Derek H. actually in the chat here? Derek H., are you in the chat? What celebrities in the goddamn chat today? Uh, name them out. All right. Let's give a shout out right now while everyone's still fresh, early on, paying attention. 
<laughs> you think this is early on and you think everybody's fresh and you think people are paying attention? Damn right, because we're the number one podcast. Yeah, goddamn right, Anthony Franco. But these are not real celebrities. They're celebrities to me. People I've seen in the chat over the course of many years. Celebrities in our hearts. Burr? Burr is definitely, I would consider him, an all-game celebrity. Uh, DC Nate, I would consider an all-game celebrity. Derek H is a the, the, the all-game celebrity. If I saw Derek H in real life, I would know shit. I would know shit. Uh, this is not to be patronizing. I would go up to the man. First of all, I would stutter because I'd be old and nervous. But I'd go up to the man. I'm like, I'm a, hello, sir. I'm a big fan of Dead Pixel. Can I have your autograph? Like, I would do that. Even though he, and he'd be like, dude, we're on, you have a show too. We're on the same network. Like, stop doing this. You're embarrassing me for my LA friends. Because <laughs> we'd be in LA. Because there's no way his ass is getting on a plane coming to Canada. You know what I'm saying? There's just no way. So we'd probably end up going there. It'd probably be for one of the E3s in the future. That's uh, most likely the uh, scenario. Um, who else? Uh, Digital Firefly. I've heard that name a lot, so I would consider you a B-celebrity. You're like the Iron Man. The Iron Man of... Uh, I don't think I can say that anymore of all games. Uh, Doom Plague, definitely a goddamn celebrity and a personal hero. You know, Doom Plague, uh, he lives in uh, England. Uh, he has a very thick English accent. Uh, he comes from Wales. He enjoys skiing, scuba diving, and um, cunnilingus. Anyways, um, let's see. Drippy, I've heard that name. I will consider you a B-list celebrity at allgames.com. Havoc978, that, that guy's been there from the beginning. He's a huge celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Huge. Um, Hector saying, Doom Plague is here, not listening to the podcast. What a jerk. Oh! <gasps> Doomplay, you're not listening to the podcast? I just name-dropped you three times. Oh, Lisa and Six, by the way, yes, lots of uh, San Diego Comic-Con news. When we get to the news hour, we got tons of shit to go through. I want to hear Anthony Franco's take on a lot of that stuff. Um, it, it'll be a take of, um, of a, I don't know. Anthony Franco. Of a casual. There we go. <laughs> there you go. I was about to say, Anthony Franco stopped Lag the, stopped is... the pat podcast dead to like trail off. <laughs> Wait a second. Everybody stop. You got to hear me. The internet's off. lagging. <laughs> yeah, dude, we need you to get back on point. We're losing speed here. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to talk about the Picard trailer. We will in a second. Mm. Yeah, Tiger Claw. Cyclops, because you're a T, you're like near the end of the list, but definitely we're going to get to you here. Hecht, did you know what is? I think Hecht used to, correct me if I'm wrong, used to co-host Dead Pixel Live, and then before that it was something like Griddle Cakes was the name of the podcast or something like that. So what was that around. podcast about? I think it's always been about nothing. All these podcasts are about nothing. Just people getting together and just talking about random shit. Um... Almost like our format these days. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Don't point it out, dude. Don't point it out. People don't know. Um, so, heck, yeah, been around for a long time. I think even now he calls into Dead Pixel Live. He'll never call into this show. You know what I'm saying? And it's because he's a closed-minded person. He'll never try to explore other shows, try to give his support to other shows. Nope, it's Dead, Dead Pixel Live or nothing. Yeah, see, that's what nepotism gets you. Also, I apologize. We don't have Skype, so. Um, 
Wait, wait, wait. What's who said? Duplex said, "Do you pick and choose which show becomes number one? Who are you talking to?" Maybe yes, because we choose who dethrones us. Oh, he said I was unofficial co-host because why not for maybe a month? No, dude. Hecked was it? Hacked, hacked, and um, uh, what is her name? I forgot her name. I'm sorry. I'm really bad with like all games history, or maybe I'm just my memory is gone. All game history, all games. Yeah, I mean, like you, you've been uh, following the, the network uh, longer than uh, the rest of uh, the staff. Had. For sure, years and years. Then I remember driving out to Saskatchewan and listening to All Games podcast. Holy crap! That way was, back when, yeah, that was, and I was like, so long ago. And I was, uh, I was uh, not even married. I've been married for uh, ten years now, so at least ten years, probably more like thirteen, fourteen years. Uh, to, all games. Uh, for context, uh, it's like driving from the Eastern Time Zone to Central. Uh, pretty much driving from, let's say, somewhere in Florida to Milwaukee for our U.S. listeners. Yeah, I wouldn't get that, but I'm sure that other people understand based on your trajectories. Oh, sorry, not Milwaukee. I'm getting things mixed up. I met with uh, Wisconsin. Tireclaw says, nope, they just become number one. Boom, that's right, Tireclaw. Dropping that mic. Hecht, I call into Fantastic mm-hmm. Forum also. Yeah, thanks. Trader, Hecht, you traitor. Due to my presence, the shows tend to shoot straight to number one. Jesus. Someone's been taking self-esteem pills. I stole that from someone in the chat. Can I have some of those pills, please? Can I have some of those pills, too? I need some to work. I mean, I know I sound like an outgoing person, but that's just on this podcast in this room. I want to feel like I'm number one. Uh, Hector's saying you're thinking of Raven's Dolphins. He started Griddle Cakes with Derek. Then for a long time, DPL was Derek, Celeste, and Alpha Box. That's what I was thinking about. Heck, does it sound weird or slightly racist if I say Alpha Box sounds exactly like Hecht? Does anybody else feel that way? Or am I the only crazy person here? I kind of feel like that's the case. And I don't know if it's based on uh, the backgrounds, their, their ethnicities, which I don't know what they are. But I'm going to say... I'm not going to say, because I have a feeling I'm going to be very racist. But anyways, I pulled it back a little <laughs> bit. The other thing I wanted to point out, this is just some like, um, you know, this is me being a fan of DPL more than anything else, is that um, Billy O.K., who is a, uh, calls into the uh, show very often, Billy O.K. sounds exactly like uh, Scott Rubin, who is like the, the owner of All Games, and he had his own show called All Games Interactive. And even years after it went off the air, the repeats were so popular that they were getting the number one spot. Wow. Yeah, over live shows, dude. People were listening to, to the old repeats. episodes. Didn't that happen at one point for us? We threw in a repeat and we still made number one. Hurrah. Yeah, I think that's because we just managed to trick some people into thinking that there would be like actual content the next week. <laughs> and there wasn't. Because right after that, we like, we dropped. Tanked. Yeah, even though the next week was like a live show. But that, what, then we tanked based on the technicality. Yes. No, we tank because we suck. And I feel like well, whenever we're number one, there's something wrong with the algorithm. Number one. We're number one. Bow, 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 bow. Um, yeah, Raven's Dolphin was crazy, right? He was crazy. Was it actually that long, or do you just remember it that way? Alphavax and Celeste were co-hosts longer than Raven's Dolphin. Celeste, what was? didn't she have another username that she would use? I'm trying to remember her username. Loserly, right? Yes. 
Her username was Loserly, and she used to do the news. And I remember um, there was another user called Power Power Source, I think, that would make the greatest intros. In fact, they were so awesome that I tried to track down Power Source and try to get him to do one of our intros because it was so amazing. He did all these little segments and intros uh, for news and stuff like that, and he was no longer active on all games. Where was he from? He was just he was just a listener. Wow. And he was active in the chat for DPL a long time ago. But he had not been active for a long time. And then I think I talked to somebody in the chat or someone pointed me in the direction and said, hey, he sometimes sometimes uh, broadcasts on Twitch. And I think his name was still Power Source. So I went on Twitch and I found his channel and I sent him a private message. But he had not been online for like, like a month or something. So, so I Twitch. don't know if okay. like, yeah, I don't know if he had been looking. But I said, hey, you know, I'm really a big... Um, fan of your segment musical interludes that you would make for some of the shows and would you consider making something for us I'd be really really honored and really appreciate it and he never got back to me so there you go well, so if anybody in the chat I kind of want to renew the interest in this music it was incredible the stuff that he made so if anybody in the chat knows uh, can get a hold of Power Source um, ask him to maybe try and uh, listen to uh, a couple of our shows listen to the intro and try to get a feel for you know, how we do things, and then maybe come up with some uh, segments for news, what's in your slot, um, musical interludes, like random shit we could just play, uh, themes, uh, and then make sure that he does all this for free because we are not paying him. <laughs> and and no, no royalties either. It's all about... The Benjamins. Yes. Baby. Yes. It's all about the Benjamins. I was going to say Exposure. Yes, no, yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> that's how you get uh, girls to do porn as well. It's all about exposure. Um, exposure wink. Oh, sorry. I've been uh, neglecting the chat for a little while. Hold on one second. Um, neglecting the chat like the children. <laughs> Derek has been on his own since. No wonder he can't hold a job. That's, uh, that's mean, Doom Plague. Is everybody else in England this mean? Is it? Are you, Doom Plague, are you this mean because it's really foggy in England? And you don't get any sun, and that's why you're a jerk. All right, hecked. Uh, it's the Cockney way. Is that what you say? The Cockney way. Yeah. What do they call uh, like thugs and hooligans in England? It, there's uh, scavs, right, or something like that. There's a specific name for it. I forget. Um, why are you looking at me? I'm not British. Yeah, look, hecked says I don't feel that way, but I'm low energy enough that my voice gets confused with other guys. Billy OK doesn't sound remotely like Scott. Celeste was loserly. Be right back. I'll get the power source twitch. Oh, okay. You need it. You need tits to get his attention. Anyway, be right back. Whatever. Well, there's that a is. lot of that here. Hi, L. Yo, are you making fun of me? You guys uh, used any book scanning services? Warham. So <laughs> out of left field. So crazy. With book scanning services. Actually, you know what, Warham? I use one, but you probably wouldn't be able to use them because they're in Toronto, downtown Chinatown. Uh, but basically what I did was I there's this really expensive book that I wanted to get copied. It was a $1,000 book for school. And so I went down to the Chinese market, and I was like, can you make a copy of this? And they're like, yeah, $50, and you'll get your copy. And I was like, done. Easy and then peasy. I was like, wait a second. Can I get nine of those? <laughs> so then I got nine, and I gave them to all my friends in school. For a nominal price of? No, I, I just took 50 from them. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I fucked up, and I, uh, you know what? Okay. 
So for the purpose of my story, I was the person that did it. But actually, in reality, it was a different person. that I had the book, but I couldn't get the service. So Aww. someone else was like, I can get the service done as long as I can. Uh, we like There's like eight people in the class that wanted it. Damn. Yeah. Anyways. Someone wants to cut us something all the time. So Hecht was like, uh, Billy OK doesn't sound like remotely like Scott. I think you're absolutely wrong. I don't think you know Scott. Uh, the way I do on a personal level, and I don't think you have any kind of uh, right uh, to tell me when I'm wrong. Heck, you understand? Okay, you don't know what you're talking about. Did you touch his penis? I did once. Once for ice cream. <laughs> this just for, elevates for nitrogen-based ice cream. <laughs> That's what Scott has. He has a nitrogen-based ice cream man. Um. You know what? Give me one second. I'll be right back. I just got to grab something. Talk to nobody for a little while. Oh, my God. So I got the mic all on my own? Yeah. Oh, uh, what do I do? This is where you start singing. What do I sing? <laughs> Hello, Matt <Coney> <laughs> uh, Well, anyway, so a uh, few things. Um, just like going through uh, the staff chat here. Uh, Glenn posted up a few questions. Um, I was hoping that Yasser would be around to answer some of these. And uh, so, uh, one, well, hold on. Yasser, should we start with the news? Or do you have uh, an outline of the news? I don't have it. It's all, um, um, yeah, maybe Comic Con stuff. Okay. Uh, just give me one second. One second. All right. Well, I'm going to try to fill in some dead air. I'm not as, uh, I guess, as charismatic as our host here. Yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever. And, anyways, one of the things that. Uh, Glenn brought up was that uh, release of the uh, Star Trek uh, trailer for Picard. Um, like for myself, I watched uh, TNG as a child. I'm not. Uh, I'm not as big of a fan as uh, as the other guys here on the chat. But Wait, that TNG? yeah, the next in, next uh, oh, generation. Are you going to talk about Picard? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Are we going to talk about Picard or are we going to yeah, for that? Yeah, definitely. I definitely want to talk about Yeah. So anyways, yeah, like that trailer, um, I'm watching it. And how, how, yeah, sir, how many years has it been since uh, the last uh, Star, Star Trek show with... Um, with Picard? Yeah, how, with Picard in it. How long has it been it. since... Uh, so when did TNT... Because uh, there's been movies, but... Uh, 1994. This, so uh, about... Wait, 20, that was the 20, last 20 time it was uh, on air? The, yeah. Okay, so it's been like since 1994, since we had uh, a Star Trek TV show with uh, Picard in it. It's 19 years. Nine, yeah, 19 years since uh, the last show. And just having seen that trailer, like production values have like, gone whoa, so, much, uh, uh, so much higher than then. And it's gotten me excited for uh, for the show. Like uh, like I watch it casually. I'm not uh, as into the show as uh, the other guys here. But uh, yeah, like it's getting me excited uh, to the point where I, I do want to invest uh, time in this and sit down and uh, have uh, like a Star Trek show that I can uh, that I can follow uh, as religiously as uh, the other guys have followed like some of uh, the uh, past shows like Deep Space Nine or um, or what have you. Um, I know that some of the guys here were also into Voyager for a while. Wait, Vo- Voyager is the new one with the uh, a lady captain, right? Uh, yeah, Voyager. It was uh, TNG, then Deep Space Nine, yep. then Voyager, 
And then that's when they're like, let's not keep moving forward. Let's go back. And then they went way, way before even the original t- series. With yes, Enterprise. okay. That's the one I'm thinking about. Okay. Enterprise had the hot Romulan chick on. Yeah, okay. And every time they would get on a planet, they'd have to like rub each other with cream for some reason. Remember? <laughs> they like strip down to the underwear and rub, rub cream on each other because it was like the scientific, the only way to make sure that you were absolutely clean before you came back on board. God damn it. Didn't watch uh, that show at all. Did I miss out on something? It's been a long road. No, Scott Bakula getting from there to here. God damn. Hold on. I'm going to like try to pull up that trailer. And, Anyways, uh, so after Enterprise, the next one that came out was, what came out? No, that's it. Yeah. So Enterprise was like, people were like, oh, this is not good. Star Trek sucks. So then that, That's that, the latest one that's out right now, right? No. No? So I'll keep going. So right after that, there was a big, like, lot of silence from Star Trek for a long time, for many years. And then J.J. Abrams wanted to do Star Wars and couldn't get it. So then they gave him Star Trek. And then he made Star Trek Star Wars. That reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not, because I want everybody to know that's not what Star Trek is. Star Trek was never about action or, uh, you know, special effects. Like, I mean, yeah, they had ship battles, but. So is it? It wasn't about the shit battle. It wasn't about the special effects, would, right? Would those movies be considered like canon in the main uh, Star Wars? No, they take place in a separate universe called the Kelvin universe. Okay. Because the timeline shifted as soon as, you know, like because the, that's a whole plot of the first okay. Abrams movie. I'll tell you in a second. So, um, yeah, like those two, I think there's three movies that Abrams did. And they yep. all take place in the Kelvin universe. Um, the main difference being that um, in the first movie, the USS is it the USS Hood is is that first ship that uh, uh, Captain what's his face the original Captain, Captain Thor Captain <laughs> Thor yeah well yeah he's Captain yeah. Thor but his son yeah is Kirk right yep. so like Kirk's dad captained that ship but he survived right he le- he lived a long life. And he became an admiral, and then that's how he got his son into into the you know in a captain program and shit like that. So yep. the ship came out of nowhere in the original movie from the past. I think his name was Nero, and he yep. came and destroyed that ship and it altered history. And then that's why they're like, okay, from because it's not the original timeline, we're calling it the Kelvin timeline because okay. of this. So um, yeah, a lot of fucked up things happen too because like Spock goes time traveling, comes into the past. And accidentally destroys R- Romulus or something. So is that his second uh, round of time traveling, or not really? Why? Because he also did it in the original movies. Yeah. Yes. Or okay. it's probably the fourth or fifth time. I mean, he's met Abraham Lincoln in the original series a whole bunch of times too. Oh, so. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So after Abrams made those movies, there was a lot of interest in Trek again, right? Yeah. So then they came out with this new show called Star Trek Discovery. Uh, sorry, w- uh, before you continue, was uh, Roddenberry still alive when uh, the Abrams movies came out? Roddenberry is still alive now. Okay. So. <laughs> he is? I no, no, I think he's dead. I think he's yeah, dead. I'm like, what Hold the hell? I thought he passed away. Hey, Google, is, jo- is Roddenberry dead? Here's some information from the web that might possibly help. Here's a summary from the website nytimes.com. Mr. Roddenberry had been ill for about six weeks and died of a blood clot. John yeah, he died. When? That's a wrong person. Hold on. Hey, Google, stop. <laughs> Google's being stupid. I use his real name. Hold on a second. Um, hey, Google. Tell me when Gene Roddenberry died. Here is some information. 
Oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, there you go. They gave October 4th, 1991. That seems wrong. Okay, sounds so right. October 24th, 1991, That makes sense. Because okay. four, three years later, TNG ended. So he was alive during... Okay. Star Trek. Okay. Oh, for some reason, I thought he was alive after, uh, after TNG. I don't know. Sounds like he should have been. But anyways, regardless. Okay. Regardless, um, we're talking Picard. Yes. Okay. So I was talking about the timeline and the interest coming back. Discovery season one was, I think, pretty good. I didn't see season two, but I have the same complaint. It's not really Star Trek. There's too much action, not oh. enough aliens trying to understand each other based on co- local colloquialisms. How, how much of TNG have you seen? Did you watch any of the episodes? Uh, yeah, I, I watched uh, a, a lot of the... Uh Let's see. A lot of the uh, first, se- uh, the first few seasons, when, when the the uniform still had like that curved line around uh, their chest instead of the straight <laughs> oh, <yeah>. line. <laughs> I hated those costumes. Um, and and when, it's all uh, one piece too. Yeah, and those when Riker uh, didn't have a beard. Oh yeah, the show got bought. The, everybody says the show gets better when he when yeah. he grows a beard. Definitely yeah. for sure. Um, so you don't do you get the reference uh, uh, something Tanakra at Tanakra. Something oh. Jalad at Tanagra? No, I don't get that reference. Okay. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not too deep into uh, uh, it's a, the dude, show. That show is right up your fucking alley. The I know. Like, that, if you're into like... Uh, so I remember when... Was it Tasha Yar when uh, she died? Yes. <laughs> she died in like that third episode or something ridiculous. No, no. She has to have sex with... She has sex with Data before she dies. So it's probably a couple episodes in. Yeah. Well, what was the reason that she left the show again? For, for stupidness, right? No, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Oh, cause I, I remember reading hey, some. Google. I remember reading Why something where. Why um, leave Star Trek? Uh, uh, no, 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 not sorry, I'm not the, not the oh. character. I meant the actor. Ooh. Wow. Okay, and that's the end of that. Uh, so they don't talk about no. Because yeah. uh, so something, something like the actress wanted a little more than uh, than they were giving her, or she wanted to, to do something else. I completely forget, but I'm sure people in the chat can like uh, correct us. I bet it's the the that she wanted more money because when I've seen interviews with her, she was like completely blindsided by it. She did not expect to die that soon in the series. And I heard that she died in the stupidest way possible too. With that yeah, creature. she fell in a black puddle of ooze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm. Anyway, okay. sorry, I'm neglecting the chat. So, uh, uh, Picard, Picard. Uh, your thoughts on the trailer? Your thoughts on uh, on the way it looks? When I first heard they were going to do a Picard uh, show, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I cannot wait! This is going to be awesome!" Right? Then I saw the trailer and I was like, "Fuck, I no, Fuck this, this is this not shit. good, dude. Like, he's too frail, like old and kind of like fr- like." Yeah, yeah, sure. Picard, Captain Picard was no he's, spring chicken. He's not going to be he running around like young. the way he was uh, like way back when. I think he was the perfect age to play Picard, but anything older. And like he just seems too frail and unbelievable to be in the position that he's in okay. in the show. Like he just, I don't know, he's, he seems very frail. That they're going uh, they're they're to have an like episode, they're going to film off. a stunt, and the next thing you know, we get like CG Picard for like a season. <laughs> 
Yeah, because of and the, they're trying yeah. to convince us he's still alive. He's still or just shots from him from behind. They just get a <laughs> random bald guy. I'm back, and they just take like <laughs> audio from like X Men. It's like totally out of context. It's like what's my car talking about Wolverine? <laughs> I really wish that you would go back and watch some episodes. It's definitely worth it to watch the episodes. It's great, and then. Like, I was die-hard Star Trek. I watched every single episode of TNG. There's not a single episode that I've never that I've not seen. And then... I, uh, I loved it when I was young, man. Like, uh, like I watch it almost religiously, but not to the point w- uh, where I like, remember the, uh, like, a lot of episodes. Uh, I think it was from... Um, uh, at that time uh, when I was watching it, I was, I was still young to the... Uh, like... I, I was at the point where I wasn't really paying attention to the themes. Like I just, um, I just enjoyed the show at uh, the face value. Yeah, yeah, I didn't go like too deep into it. I still think TNG is like some of the greatest sci-fi television. Oh no doubt, ever ever made. And I'm talking about like even comparing it to recent stuff, like. Um, because uh, what like, was that? Because mo- the, they that? would make you think carbon, more. Uh, carbon uh, uh, altered uh, carbon. altered carbon. Yeah. Like, because that show blows me away. Yeah, but uh, the TNG, like uh, the whole uh, Star Trek TV uh, shows, uh, they they would they would have uh, like themes that would change throughout the, the seasons, right, and throughout uh, like uh, other episodes. Whereas, uh, like newer shows today, it's just like one central plot that that just that's just trying to get along or like uh, go along. Well, that's the thing about TNG is like every single episode was like kind of a self-contained like. You didn't have to know the rest of the show. Yeah. But there were overarching yeah, plot there, lines. Yeah, like there were some, some Deanna uh, and, you know, eventually Worf and Deanna get together yeah. after she's fucking Riker for a few years. And, uh, you know, like Picard, uh, you know, who's not... Uh, this is the other thing that's kind of weird about this Picard show is that in the show, he's a very guarded, personal, like, secretive person. But then in this trailer, he seems, like, overly emotional. So I don't know if that's, like just comes from age or whatever the dimension. i don't like it <laughs> like in theory i like the idea of a picard show but then in practice it's like it doesn't really work you know what i'm saying what if they pull the thing where it's like <laughs> like like assassin's creed where he's just there he's like an old frail man and he's just trying trying to relive uh, these memories or trying to uh like help things out with uh what's that room again the holodeck what? Like, like the whole thing's like in the holodeck, and he's like just some weird, crazy guy now. You know what? I'll be okay with that. Okay, <laughs> that would be incredible, actually. Anthony Franco, you just made the best Star Trek show ever. Speaking of which, by the way, you know what I wish they would do? They should, and I know I've said that a million times. I've said which? this on the show so many times. They should make a Star Trek show, but it follows the crew of a temporal ship, a time travel ship, and they're like time travel police, so they have to go back and. You know, like rogue nations. Do you think that can be done in the, in the Star Trek universe? They already did it once in the original TNG. They're meeting Abra- Abraham Lincoln like every fucking week, eh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and then they could do stuff uh, like... TNG? Yeah. Okay. No, not TNG, sorry. The original, original series. Oh, okay. Like Kirk. Shatner. Right? Okay. Yeah. No, TNG never did anything that ridiculous. Uh, like like Cowboys and Abraham Lincoln. Um, but everything here's the thing. on Earth. Uh, yeah, that's that's the other, that's the other point I wanted to make. Like, if they make a temporal show, they don't necessarily need to go back to like, oh, let's go back and talk to Cleopatra, or let's go back and talk to Beethoven, or let's go back and talk to uh, uh, Sir Isaac Newton, or let's go back and talk to uh, 
I don't know. Baby uh, Hitler. Baby Hitler. And then let's go back and talk to P. Diddy. Let's go back and talk to Beyonce. Like, you know, they don't have to pick real world times or people. They could be like, oh, no, these guys are altering the past. They're going to the year 2076. Uh, they're trying to stop this uh, uh, parade from happening, which is the inauguration parade of, like, the armistice between this planet and this planet. You know what I'm saying? They could just have, like, these weird random, like, events that happened in the past and then also make it, like, an overarching uh, arc as well where maybe one of the crew members is trying to trying to do something throughout history just trying to like okay they go back and they're fixing history but as they're doing it one of the crew members is secretly also altering things to set up some oh, kind of thing okay. that happens in the future like some maybe some kind of double cross or something i think a temporal ship kind of uh, would be awesome because then it could, they could even visit events in past star trek episodes you know oh that would be cool that'd be crazy right so and then just DH people, <laughs> and then um, Deep Space Nine did an episode like that. Where um, have you the most famous episode of the original Star Trek uh, with Kirk was mm-hmm. the one with Tribbles? Do you remember that episode, or have you ever heard of Tribbles? Oh, is that, is that those little creatures? Yes, it's called the Trouble with Tribbles, and it's like they're furry, tiny creatures, yeah. and they can reproduce really, really quickly. Yeah, right? I've I've only known the uh, the reference, but I don't know anything about the episode. I don't know why, but for some reason, the crew of DS9 had to travel mm-hmm. back in time and then go on Kirk's ship and stop a bomb from exploding, but they couldn't tell the people on the ship who they were or what they were looking for, and the bomb was in one of the dead Tribbles. What? Yeah, it's in one of the bodies. They had to scan each Tribble individually. I, you know, I, I vaguely remember that, an, epi- like, uh, an episode where they go back in time and they were in the... the- yeah, in the uh, Kirk uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Was, and that, Kirk was, that, was, like, was that the only episode that was done? That yeah. was the only one that okay. was done like this. And Kirk asks, um, who's the captain from DS9? He's the Cisco. Only- yes. Good memory. Jesus. Cisco, he uh, he asked Cisco like, for a report. He's like, Ensign, report. And Cisco went up to him and he had to like, give him the report. And he just stood there with like these fuck me eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's like, Cisco was having a boner at that time meeting Kirk, right? He's like speechless too. It's the first time I ever saw the prophet speechless. Because you know in that show like Deep Space Nine, he's so, like the prophet to the Bajoran people, right? It was like, it was like Tony Stark meeting his father? Yes, in a way. Mm, is it though? Same kind of feeling? Uh, I, don't, I don't recall uh, uh, the show or the episode. I think the thing is, because like Cisco is a captain, he probably like thinks highly of other captains, mm-hmm. and he knows about the history of like the best captains. So, I guess in a way you're right. He's like a fan, probably a fan, and look, you know, like follows career and everything. So uh, yeah, he had a little fangirl moment there with Cisco and uh, Kirk. It's almost seven. I kind of wanted to start the news at seven. I think uh, you can keep going. Oh, or, check or, it out. Or how oh. many items do you have in the news? Hold on a second. Oh, I have a lot of stuff in the news. Right, well, we'll uh, touch on all of them. Um, wow, they're actually pretty active. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I thought no I had a charger. Oh, no, no, don't worry. Uh, no, so this is it. No, this is an audio cable. It's charging my switch. Here you go. Okay. So you, you were saying that it's, we've got a yeah. little bit of oh, activity sorry. in the chat. Yeah, people are like okay, actually so let, talking about it. They're, uh, on, they're actually is on topic. Is it a Star Trek topic? topic? Mm. Nice. I think so. this is what number one is all about. 
And then there's a dead air. Uh, Glenn said the t- uh, timeline of generations, the last time he sees Picard. Okay. Not the we. Okay, wait. Glenn, what are you saying? The trailer is really interesting because in the timeline in generations, the last time he sees Picard, who are you talking about? In a timeline? Like Seven of Nine meeting Picard is crazy to me. Why? Why is that crazy to you? Like the two characters What's- are not even like remotely like... In what galaxy would Seven of Nine know Picard? You know what I'm saying? Like, wait, se- Seven of Nine was in uh, DS Nine, right? No, she no? was in Voyager. Yeah, she was a. Oh, that's right. That's she right, that's was right. a Borg that was rescued mm-hmm. and had incredibly, incredibly ginormous tits, but, and they were always on display with their jumpsuit. Voyager was the one that went off course or something, or they went. Or did. Uh, warp to uh, the wrong place kind of thing? I'm glad you asked, Anthony Franco. So what happened was, um, and please, I think Doom Plague is a big Star Trek person. Because so I don't remember Voyager ever crossing over with any of the other shows. They right? didn't, because, okay. and I'll tell you why. So in the very first episode, they're hunting down these like rogue Starfleet people that with are the, like... With the face tattoos? Well, only one person had the face tattoos. Okay, never mind. And that's because of his Native American heritage. Okay. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember what they were called. They were not called Jem'Hadar. They, the old Jem'Hadar were like the uh, the fighters for the so, Alpha Quadrant. The actor was a Native American. I don't know. I think so. Okay, never mind. But his character definitely was. Okay. For sure. Um, who were like the rebel Star Trek people? Uh, come on, damn it. So Someone in the chat must know. Anyways, they were chasing one of these people into a store, and they got sucked up into a black hole, and they got dumped in that uh, um, Delta Quadrant. Yep, okay. Right? And so the Alpha Quadrant is where Earth and everything, the known universe is in the Alpha Quadrant. We don't know what's in the Beta Quadrant or the Next Quadrant or the Delta Quadrant. Like, we don't know none of that shit. So this is and all... So they're 75,000 light years away. On full power, going as fast as you can, it would take them 75 years to get back. That's how far away that they were from Earth. Okay. Right? And so, you know, I think there's like seven or eight episodes of zany adventures trying to get back, finding shortcuts. You know, what eventually happened was they used the Borg network to not only get back to Earth, but to then detonate and kill all the Borg. All the Borg. Yeah. Okay. They were able to somehow do that. They pulled so, it off. So they... W- or, and maybe not kill all the Borg, maybe just disconnect their network. So okay. it takes them longer to get back to Earth. With this network, they're able to like go over huge distances really, really quickly. Okay. With the network. So they, they use their, their network against them. In any case, uh, how do I directly message you? That's what Derek Gates says. Why? DM who? Um, I don't know who he wants to DM. Doom Plague, uh, in a very deep English accent, is saying, click on his name, gives a message, message Derek H. Option. Is that is that British? Enough. Uh, oh, Tire Claw. One thing about the Picard show, it's, it's in continuity of what happened in the 2009 Star Trek movie when the Romulan homeworld exploded. This show deals with the aftermath of that. Really? That's kind of interesting, but also, you just spilt water all over my excitement, Tireclaw, knowing that this is in the Kelvin universe. Fuck this show already. That's the season finale, Anthony. Anthony? Oh, Glenn. Glenn called you by name. So Ah, that's the season finale. Uh, 
So wait. Uh, the, so there's the, someone the in chat show? named Nice Boyfriend of Tire Claw. Tire Claw, you have a boyfriend? We didn't know that. No, um, we do. Why? Is it because of your presence and your huge social media following? Oh, he's trying to make fun of Tire Claw. No. Mm. Okay. Anyways. That's a low blow. Um, what was I going to say? The... So this new Picard show is in the Kelvin universe? Is that what... Uh, Apparently. And Glenn just asked, so uh, does does that mean none of the TNG stuff happened? No, I'd like to assume that most of the universe kept going forward the way it was before. The only people that were really affected by what happened was the OG Star Trek crew, I think. I think for the most part, everything else played out the same way. Okay. Uh, Tyreclaw says, yeah, the TNG still stuff still happened. Blah, blah, blah. Cisco meeting Picard is more like Tony Stark meeting Winter Soldier. Uh, that's racist doom playing. You think <laughs> Cisco is so- Winter Soldier just because he's black? That's not right. I didn't know most English people were that racist. Um, Cisco's wife was killed by Lacutus. Oh, yeah, I remember that shit. Oh, shit. You know what? Doom Plague, I apologize. When you said that, then your whole analogy makes a lot more sense. So Cisco meeting Picard is more like Tony Stark meeting the Winter Soldier. Yep, that makes sense. Was it Picard or was it Kirk that he met? He met Kirk in that episode. Okay. But uh, he also met Picard in present day because they live in the same timeline okay. at the same time. So oh, yeah, that's right. Episode, that's right. DS9 did, yeah. Because really Warp came over to uh, the station at one yes, point. Yes, yes. But it's a really awkward meeting because... So Picard was once absorbed by the Borg. Yep, I remember that. And became Lacutus. And they have one fight where a whole bunch of ships get destroyed. In that fight, Sisko's wife dies. Uh. So she dies at the hands of Lacutus. And the first episode, Sisko's standing in the same room as Picard. And he's like, ah, this motherfucker. I can't punch him in the face because it's not Lacutus anymore. But he gives him the cold shoulder, Awkward. He gives him the fucking cold shoulder in that first episode. Um... Someone said I couldn't ever get into Star Trek. Yeah, that's because uh, you have the uh, you you can't understand it. You're uh, you're the low, low IQ. Of, uh, yeah, the mental sponge. capacity of a nice boyfriend of Tiger Claw. <laughs> the Winter Soldier killed Iron Man's parents. Picard killed Cisco's parents. Okay, see, nice boyfriend of Tiger Claw's got a point. You know. Then never mind. Uh, Picard deals with the aftermath, which. Watch it. I don't care anymore, Tire Claw. Now that you told me it takes place in the Kelvin universe, I don't even care. I don't even care. So the show is not canon, basically, you're saying? No, it's still canon. I'll okay, watch it. Fair enough. I'm going to watch it. All right. SG in the house. I think he's late leaving. See you, SG. Bye-bye. Spock was trying to save Romulus in the Prime universe, but the planet exploded, and these groups of Romulans were chasing Spock. They both went into the wormhole of the some some sort that transported them to the Kelvin timeline. Hmm. Digital Firefly says a nice boyfriend of Tiger Claw Optimus Prime timeline. I don't know, man. It's so confusing. Let's talk about. Yeah. Well, you want to get into the news? Oh, I'm so tired. Get into the news. Um, I feel like maybe I should drink some. Uh, drink something. You need um. Uh, some caffeine uh, in my body. I was going to say electrolytes. He's got some Gatorade right here. It's yeah, nice, no. nice and warm. I got this uh, I got this le- lemonade that's done. Okay. And I got this Pepsi bottle. Which I need like a... Just hold get, on a second. I'm going to get like a... Just get your salt intake in there. And just uh, drink out of the bottle. Like a normal it's not person. My own. It's not just my bottle. Okay. Never mind. 
Okay, so yeah, hold on. What's on that what's on the news? Are you gonna get put the news intro on? Or okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, are you sure this? I'm like reading the right page here. Yes. That's okay. The I'm uh, sorry, uh, people. I'm just trying to go through the news here. Um, give me one Check sec. It out. I bought these to drink out of these beaker cups. Oh, I yeah. thought it would be cool. Yeah, yeah. those beakers look cool. Yasser just uh, pulled up a beaker to drink his uh, Pepsi in. Okay, hold on. Give me one sec. I'm just trying to figure out where we are on this uh, news page. Start there, but it's just cut off. Uh, okay. <laughs> just, oh, the okay. title is cut off. Uh, well, what am I reading on this? It's just copy and paste job, man. Yeah, sorry for the dead air. Uh, Damn it, Anthony! What are you doing? I don't know how to start this. Okay, you do this. You take over. That's the worst, like cover up for dead air. I want everyone to know that even though I'm drinking Pepsi, Pepsi is the absolute worst thing for you to drink. Well, if it's room temperature, of course it is. No, this is pretty cold. Oh, I took it out of the freezer. Okay, never mind. It's room temperature. It's room temperature now. I think this is the only time that failed the the news bit because I didn't know how to start it. So I don't know where it's like starting from. It's okay, dude. Don't don't freak out. It's okay. We're still going to do this. Let me just uh, lie back here. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's happened. Uh, there's the EA stuff. EA stuff? There's uh, a launch this weekend. Yeah, what is there's, up with this? How did uh, I put this thing together? Comic-Con stuff. Okay, so I guess I was uh, copy-pasting some stuff. They were talking about things like the Runaways and the upcoming Hellstrom and Ghost Rider at Hulu. Yet to be launched on the Disney streaming service is overflowing with heroes like Loki and WandaVision, and Falcon and Winter Soldier, and a limited series uh, for Hawkeye. Sorry, did you say this is this is Phase 4 stuff? Yeah, this is part of Phase 4. Is okay. Disney, Disney Plus is... Uh, so that's basically the main thing I wanted to talk about, is, is Phase 4 stuff. So so basically all the Hulu stuff, the, the TV shows, that's going to be completely different actors, right? I have a feeling that's the case. I don't think any of the Hulu stuff... No, but the thing is, Disney owns Hulu, right? Yeah, I guess, I think. So I kind of feel like maybe that's all part of the MCU now. Okay. Uh, so And they're also doing a What If series, which actually I'm the most uh, excited about because they got the actors to come back and play their, the, do the voices for the characters. So well, explain the, the What If series. What If is like, a long time ago they had a comic series called What If where they would just go with some crazy idea, like, for example, and this is real, what if Punisher killed the whole Marvel universe? Oh, okay. Right? Or like, what if, uh, th- uh, what if uh, uh, Galactus was the Herald? I don't know. That's a really stupid what if idea. But they're gonna come up with good stuff. Like the first episode, supposedly the first episode of this is what if Peggy Carter became Captain America? Right? Oh shit! And then what ends up happening is that Peggy Carter becomes Captain America, and then Steve Rogers ends up wearing the first Iron Man suit that Howard Stark makes back in the 40s. Wow, okay. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? Yeah. So, um, at uh, the big Marvel Studios panel... And, and these are going to be all just like one-off stories. Yeah, for what if, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
at the Marvel Studios panel, they brought out Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Shaw, who are um, Falcon S- and Winter Soldier. Sebastian Stan? Sebastian Stan. Did I say Shaw? Yeah. yeah. Daniel Shaw. <laughs> um, so in, in 2021, you expect uh, finally to see WandaVision. So both Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, who was the Vision. Oh, uh, I get it. Back. Oh, my God. Oh, is that you didn't? Oh my God! You didn't get that before. I, I didn't get it. I'm thinking, what the hell's a WandaVision? <laughs> no, uh, but did you see the logo? Uh, it's no, really cool. I, I read it as, I'm like picturing it as like a one word. I didn't see the the actual uh, graphic for the timeline for Phase Four. But it is one okay. word too. Okay. So it's I, I think it it has this old timey 1950s feel for the font. So I have a feeling that she's gonna go crazy, and then. She's going to pretend to have this life in the 50s with vision, right? And then as the series progresses, like the, it'll, it'll all fall apart as she come, comes back to reality. Because she also p- has a big part to play in the new Doctor Strange movie called The mm-hmm. uh, Multiverse of Madness, which is an awesome, awesome title. Uh, she has a, a, a part to play in that as well. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, we just got a, a message here. Uh, that SG is in the chat, uh, who is one of the listeners, I guess, in uh, Canada. He's a f- no, SG is not a listener in Canada, dude. Okay, but I got the message saying that SG is in Canada, and we just want to welcome you to uh, Yay Canada. SG is really in Canada? Yeah, I got the message here from Glenn. Because uh, SG um, is, a, is a host for the show R9 Cast, which comes on Sundays at 7, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So ah, okay. Please watch and uh, listen to the show, please. Yeah. Welcome to uh, the Great White North. Okay, sorry. Going on with the news. Uh, Jen Jeremy Renner is coming back in 2021 as Ronin for his own show. Show? Yeah, it's called Hawkeye the Show. Wow. That's uh, it's not, uh, movie dollars, but... TV uh, TV it's deals di- are still regardless. It's TV, it's, it's TV dollars. I was gonna say it's TV dollars from Disney, so that's still gonna be big bucks. Yep. Oh man, so this I have like. Uh, I don't think I copy pasted this properly. All right, yeah, here we go. Uh, okay, at the ongoing Hall H panel, Kevin Feige introduces Zhao on stage to confirm the main cast of Eternals. So I don't. <coughs> I didn't know anything about Eternals. I still don't. But I thought that I the know cast, nothing about that franchise. I thought the cast is very interesting. So Richard Madden as Icarus, Angelina Jolie as Thena, Kamel Nanjani as Kingo, who's traditionally like an Asian man, so not necessarily Southeast. South Asian. Southeast, yeah, I guess it's all the same shit, right? You fucking racist. Anyways, Lauren Ridolph as Makakari, and Brian Tyree Henry as Fasto, Fatso, Salma Hayek as Ajak. And Leah McHugh as Sprite. And lastly, Don Lee as Gilgamesh, the Forgotten One. The Eternals is projected to release in November of 2020. We'll bring you more for Marvel's presence in Hall H as it happens in our plan a live blog. Ignore that last sentence. I wonder if we the, don't have a live blog. <laughs> I wonder if the, the, these celebrities will, uh, will mesh together the way the, uh, the, the Avengers cast has. 
Yeah, and the thing is about the Avengers cast, I feel like they built that up over time. Yeah, and, th- and this, that they had lots of time to get together, and these guys are just getting just like, together. Let's just movie. throw everyone in right now, and the, that's what I have a problem with. The only thing I'm worried about is Angelina Jolie's. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about, and at the same time excited about, is Angelina Jolie's. Um, you know. Uh, fucking presence in this movie, and the reason for in, that in is like because I think she's amazing and maleficent, and it shows that she's willing to play any role like seriously. You know what I'm saying? That she'll, and like, yeah, she'll put like bring effort a lot into of effort it. to it. Yeah, exactly, a lot of effort, a lot of heart, and really understand the character. And she can do this amazing sci-fi role, and I think that she'd be perfect in the MCU. My only hesitation is that I don't want her to pull a fucking Will Smith, you know. Where she comes in and owns this fucking role like Deadshot, and then you never hear from him again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That kind of sucks. Yeah, because like and that and uh, to the credit of uh, Avengers, like you have like big name stars in there, or people that have been elevated to like these uh, like uh, these uh, big name stars, but they never seem to have that uh, that ego of like uh, as uh, the, as the movies are being filmed. And I think that. Um a lot of that comes from picking people that um, are kind of not like huge, huge celebrities. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. are both kind of pretty big celebrities. But I think Chris Evans has always been a humble person. And mm-hmm. Robert Downey, uh, when they picked him up as Tony Stark, he wasn't at the top of his game, right? He, like, he was at the he, bottom of the barrel at that point, right? He was making a comeback. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't. A lot of problems with drugs. and um, He was making this comeback. Like, he, no, was do- he was doing the... Uh, uh, what it, what was it? The the Sherlock movies. He was in a few comedies. That happened af- all after Iron Man. All after Iron Man. Are you sure it was after I'm, Iron Man? I was pretty sure I'm it was before. Eighty percent sure. Hold on a second. Uh, hey Google. Hey Google. When did uh, the Robert Downey Jr. movie Sherlock come out? Sherlock Holmes came out in Canada on December twenty fifth, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, and Iron Man was two thousand eight. Damn. Boom. Okay. Um, so at the time, and that's why the studio was like, we don't want Robert Downey Jr. So they took they a didn't. chance. Okay. And the thing is, John Favreau said, I'm only going to make this movie with him. So if we don't have him, then I'm not making this movie. So they're like, are you sure you can do this? And then they, like for a big name like him, like the thought of doing like a screen test is like unheard of. But they, the studio was He was like, doing the TV show before that, right? I'm not sure. What TV show? He he was on some TV. Uh, How to Catch a Predator? I don't remember. I I, I thought it was in a TV show as his like comeback role. Okay. Hey Google, was Robert Downey Jr. ever on a TV show? Whoa. Robert Downey Jr.'s TV shows include Ally McBeal, Saturday That's Night Ally McBeal. Live, Mussolini, The Untold Story, and others. Like not a lot, not a lot of yeah. stuff. In any case, mm-hmm. they asked him to do uh, like a screen test for Tony Stark. Yeah. And he did it. And, like, the way that he went about it was, like, he was really humble. He knew that, like, they were taking a chance on him. He knew that he had all these problems and they still wanted to get him. And he knew that his friend uh, Favreau was, like, vouching for him. He didn't want to fuck that up. So he did the screen test. And it's pretty awesome that they they got these screen tests because now, after Endgame, after the whole conclusion of his arc, like, they're adding that screen test to, like, they released it on the internet, the screen test. Oh, shit. The original Iron Man test. And then also, um, you know, it's going to be on the Blu-ray for Endgame. And, like, like he nails those screen tests. It's like, that's Tony Stark. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So um, what's exciting about uh, the Phase 4, exciting and not exciting. You know what? Let's go through all the stuff first, and then we'll give our opinions yeah, okay. on the f- uh, Phase 4 as a whole, okay. right? So, 
on with the news. So uh, that's a cast of uh, Eternals. The only thing is projected to be November of 2020. And the only thing I'm excited about for the Eternals is, you know, you know, Salma Hayek and uh, that Nunjani guy. He's, yep. I think he's really, really super funny. And Angelina Jolie more than anybody else. So even though I'm worried that she's not going to come back, I'm still looking forward to her performance in that movie. What I'm more interested in is the expansion of the lore behind the Celestials, which are the uh, the original um, Power Stone wielders, yeah. right? Like you get a... Like nowhere is the Celestial whose head is in space and they're like just carving out all the gray matter and selling because it's really expensive. Yep. So to see those guys up and walking around and doing uh, their shit, that's going to be pretty cool, right? And the the Eternals kind of come from the Celestials, right? So just to have more about that lore, that's the only reason I'm looking forward to that, to have some kind of backstory there. Do, do you feel that like have like going into those characters will, will, will be a little too familiar, having that background, like knowing that... This is a, the background to the the whole um, uh, Avengers uh, saga. I think that when I go back and I watch the movies, and I see that that video of like the collector showing like the Power Stone being used by the original Celestial mm-hmm. to destroy that, I'm like, I always see that moment, that brief moment of destruction. I'm like, I want to see a movie about that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Or like whenever they visit the head and floating in space, I'm yeah. like, I wonder what this guy was like. Walking around, talking about talking about shit, just he's doing right. You know what I'm saying? I okay, want to see this okay. guy alive. So any story that even has more of a glimpse of that stuff, I'm all for. But you're right. But, like, uh, but this is no like uh, I have no idea what to expect. Yeah, because I want them to distance like these stories, this phase as as far away from uh, from the, the Avengers. Uh, 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 saga uh, as much as possible. Like, sure, like have like small little bits and pieces from, uh, from from the past movies, like uh, like appear in here, or have like some let's say minor significance, yeah. but not something that uh, that would rely so much on the past movies uh, for the uh, for this uh, next phase to be successful. Because uh, yeah, I, I want it to be like. Uh, I, I want it to be something uh, that we can all enjoy uh, uh, on its own. That this is the, the this phase is for this next uh, ten years, and I want that separation between this and uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, like anything Avengers uh, related. You know what? What you're right. SG is in Canada. Welcome to Canada, SG. Where are you? Where are you at? SG is 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 a listener in Canada. No, he's not, Doom Plague. Jesus, get your facts straight, Doom Plague. What is this, your first rodeo or first time on all games? SG, where are you at? Slow in West Coast. At Doom Plague? East Coast. Eastern time zone, maybe? Uh, Leaf in 6 for randomly said uh, Superman Red Sun. Uh, which Enterprise was from the Russian Superman universe? Which Enterprise? I think Hector's having a stroke. <laughs> uh... Yes, if I had said that, none of these would have understood. Russian why am Superman, I sitting what? ten feet away from my laptop? That's why I'm squinting and trying to read this. Why don't you? I'll put the laptop to the sixty-five inch TV. <laughs> why don't you just pull this closer to me? Oh yeah, and there's a sixty-five inch TV right there too. Hang on, guy. Richie did Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyways, no uh, to continue. Uh, yep. Going on with the news. 
Um, Shang-Chi was another uh, movie that was announced. That's a movie that Gabe likes to make a lot of fun <laughs> about. Um, be directed by Destin Daniel, who did Short Term 12 and The Glass Castle. Um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We out February 2021. So the next two years, three years, just sprinkled with absolute garbage. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> nothing to really get excited about. I feel like I'm just going to sit out the next, like, just cryogenically freeze me for the next two, three years. I'm actually kind of glad that it's just this shit coming out from Marvel because I can concentrate on my own life instead of worrying about these fucking movies. And then, look, they got me again. They got me again when they got Fantastic Four and, Mar- and Mutants and Blade when they come back. It's going to be wait, fucking wait, wait. 1996 Fantastic all over again. Fantastic Four was uh, announced? They weren't announced, but uh, Feige mentioned them on stage like, oh, uh, I was." he said literally like, uh, you know what? We're only talking Phase Four because we don't have that much time, because we don't have enough time to talk about the Fantastic Four. And we then don't the crowd have went time nuts. To talk about mutants. They went nuts. They fucking ate that shit up, dude. Marvel knows. Fuck. Fight. Kevin Feige was fucking coming on people's faces <laughs> in Hall Age. And everyone just stood there with their mouths open. Um. So get that in there. So Chang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out February 2021. So this. this just saying that, this feels like this is all filler. <laughs> it does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It feels like the real show is the mutants and Fantastic, Fantastic Four. And this is like the... This, I feel like, is the SJW. Is that the right? SJW. For S- what? SJW. It's like the SJW. Here's here's stuff for you. And then oh, we'll go back okay. to stuff that they want to make. Just pandering to Yeah, the just crowd. to kind of okay. like give them something. Because within this phase, we also get the first LGBT... Uh, superhero in Valkyrie. Okay. She is apparently in, in the news that says that she's looking for a quote queen, which shows that she's kind of bisexual. And so I feel like they're... And then to go hand in hand with that is like uh, uh, Natalie Portman will be female Thor. Female Thor. In uh, Thor Love and Thunder. And the thing is, a lot of people will feel like, yes, this pandering to like a certain crowd. But you know what? Like that... Female Thor is a real yep. character in Thor, and it's one of the really, really good plot lines that they have where Jane Foster comes back, and Jane Foster has cancer, and every time she becomes Thor, she's healthy again, but the the Thor, being Thor, erases the chemotherapy that she's doing. Um, so it keeps so, resetting her cancer okay. every time she turns into Thor. But she feels like she needs to because she's helping people, and she's the only person that is like and worthy. Th- this is uh, the... Um uh, this is uh, the st- the story or of the character. Sorry, this is the character in the comics right now. That's right. Okay. And so, uh, actually, we might as well talk about that now. Sorry. Thor: Love S- and Thunder. SG is in Quebec right now. Is SG enjoy the Quebec? poutine, buddy? Nice. Yeah. Also, get like uh, Montreal smoked meat, smoked meat sandwiches. Go to Schwartz's. Apparently, really, really good. You have to go there for that. Uh, yeah, the Montreal. Uh, uh, what's that word? Smoked meat sausages. Yes. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Okay. Anyways. Uh, okay. So. Um, as announced at San Diego Comic-Con, Natalie Portman reprising her MCU role as Jane Foster will be taking up the hammer in the fourth Thor movie, Thor Love and Thunder. This one directed by Ta- Taika Waititi. What this means uh, for Chris Hemsworth's Thor Odin's son is unclear. But honestly, I'm not worried about that right now. Lady Thor, yes. Okay, so this is someone else writing this. So, um, okay, All original so- content uh, right here. Here's the thing, like... I heard that Natalie Portman had a horrible time on the first movies and that she didn't want to come back, and that's why she's not in Thor 3. 
right? Mm -hmm. So I'm really interested in what Taika Waititi told her to make her come back and be excited for the next movie. Although, to me, I looked at that Comic-Con panel, I didn't really see the excitement on her face. A lot of people were saying, oh, she's happy to be back and she's excited and blah, blah, blah. And it wouldn't surprise me if they were like, look, we know that you had a backseat role for the first two Thor movies and now we want to help you out by giving you uh, a billing in this movie. So that mm. would be a good way for her to come back and be passionate about the project and want to be in it. And that's what I want. I want a Jane Foster that is passionate, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, Natalie Portman, but I felt like in the first two movies, she didn't really, she wasn't excited to be there. And that, I want that in the MCU. I want people to be excited about where they are and not really treat us like, I don't know, a burden or whatever. I don't know. She was pretty annoying in those first two movies. But for continuity's sake, I didn't want them to change Jane Foster. And even like Betty Ross, who was in the first uh, Hulk movie mm -hmm. with Norton. And who is she? Liv Tyler? That's her name, right? Yes. Like, I would totally love it if she came back with didn't skip a beat. What was uh She's with Mark Ruffalo. You know what I'm saying? That would be awesome. Mm. What were you gonna say? Yeah, you're right. But you you, th you think that relationship would be um uh like they would return to that relationship considering how uh uh Ruffalo Hulk was after well Yeah, that's why I said without without skipping a beat, I think that she should like just pretend like that's Edward Norton. You okay. know what I'm saying? Um, and I would be totally, totally super, super happy if they just brought her back. It's a connection to that very one of the first movies. Whenever they have a nod to the first, first movies. But do you think she'll f th that character will play like second fiddle to, uh, to uh, what's her name? Black Widow? That's the thing. Black Widow's dead. Yeah. She doesn't exist. Okay. She can't play second fiddle to someone who's dead. <laughs> But the other thing is... In like, his heart. In his green Hulk I heart. I honestly feel like that whole Scarlet Witch and Hulk relationship was totally one-sided. I think it was like... It's like Black that Widow. gif that's going around, you know? The with, Black Widow. With Black Widow looking at Hulk and Hulk smirking. And then it goes to that, like, this huge dick pounding. <laughs> you know that gif? Yes. That's out there? It's called the gif. The gif. Yep. Uh, I think that she just wanted the, the Hulk D. Now, Hulk wasn't really into the relationship because he never really got out of over Betty. This mm -hmm. shit writes itself, dude. This shit writes itself. And imagine if, like, Betty came back in the background and she's the one that helped him become, like, Hulk. You know what would be incredible? Or separates exactly. Banner from the Hulk, from the Hulk again. You know what would have been awesome is, like, the funeral scene in Endgame, spoilers, where they have a callback to the kid from Iron Man 2? 3. 3? It's like, instead of that, have fucking Bet Betty there condole consoling uh, the Hulk. That would have blown my mind. You've been like, fucking Liv Tyler took time off to do this shit? Of course she did. It's endgame money, baby. It's MCU. It's Wait, Disney wasn't money. Uh, her father in uh, that ending sequence? What's her name? Uh, the, Admiral the Ross? Was it General Ross? He's yeah. in a lot Was of the movies. Was it General or Admiral? At that point? I don't know. It could, it's, it could go back. back yeah. and forth. He, he was there, right? I don't remember. I'm trying to remember it. Yeah, he's in the he's in all those movies. No, no, I mean like in in the ending in the uh, sequence. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know why it's his fault that all this shit happened. <laughs> he's the one that tore the Avengers apart. Oh, the Avengers right. would have been there for this threat if it wasn't for him. But you know what? He's a small man with a tiny penis, and he wants to show people that he has power, and he does that through contracts.
<laughs> and the Avengers didn't sign a contract, and that's why you have Civil War. That, no, no. Anyways, okay. next. Next on the docket. Oh, check this out. Tyre Claw says, uh, what if Beta Ray Bill shows up in Thor Love and Thunder? That would be awesome. That'd be awesome. But to, to be honest with you, I really wish that he had showed up in uh, Thor Ragnarok. It was one of the people in the arena. Well, maybe in um, Guardians. Maybe in Guardians. I have a feeling it's going to be in Guardians. What is this? Oscar B. Drunk has posted something. It looks like Shawn Michaels is in a movie. Is that a real movie? Avengers of Justice? Or is no that like way. A, Hold on. Let me or see. is that like a... Let me hover over it and it should make it big. <laughs> it's like the trace over him. Yeah. Or is it like a <laughs> porn parody? Yeah, and that is... It can't be. That's Shawn Michaels. Oh, my God. That's a Walmart tag. Oh, my God. What the hell is this? This looks like straight to DVD. And for some reason, they don't understand their own references. Because the title is called Avengers of Justice. And then the subtitle is Farce Wars. With the Joker in the background. Yeah, that's what I was going to point out. (laughs) It looks like... Oh, in the forefront is Shawn Michaels. He looks green. Like so, he's the Hulk. He's got muscles like Hold the Hulk, on. but he's green. But he's got what, what's Shawn Michaels' real name? Ears. Is it Shawn Michaels? It is Shawn. No, no. Like I don't know. He's, okay, let me look. This it's up. a little different. Hey Google, what is Shawn Michaels' real name? It is different. You're right. Shawn Michaels' full name is Michael Shawn Hickenbottom. Michael Shawn Hickenbottom. That's a way better <laughs> name, dude. Hold on, it's called Avengers of Justice. Avengers Woo. of Justice: Colon Farce Wars. And so, if I'm looking at this box. And so trying I'm to figure so. out what it's about. It looks like you have the Joker. It is Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yep. And then next to him, you have like a confused looking guy. And then this woman who looks like she is the, I don't know, I re- kind of recognize the actress. And then all the way on the end, I swear, it kind of looks like a slightly younger Val Kilmer trying to play Sabretooth. So there's only two big names here. Uh, Amy Smart and Shawn Michaels. The rest, I don't, I, uh, I don't recognize these people. Whoa, Tiger Claw flexing his nerd muscles. The thing is, and this is me t- pretending to be Tiger Claw. IMDb got uh, 2.3 out of 10 rating on this. That's pretty good. Should get a zero. The thing is, uh, Fat Thor currently has Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker is actually Beta Ray Bill's hammer in the comics. Okay. So oh, my God. Tiger Claw has linked us to the trailer for the movie. We're going to play it right now. I apologize for the bad radio. Let's get some. No, no. Let's this. get some audio on this. Actually, tell me if you feel like. Can, can you hear it? T- can people in the chat hear this? Hold on, it hasn't started playing. Tell me if people this in the chat so can hear this. This looks so terrible. They just painted Shawn Michaels green. Yeah, can I can. Yeah, that. that's. Uh, but I don't know if the people in the chat can hear it. Or at least in the broadcast. <laughs> Full screen it. I have no job, no money, and my powers are evaporating. I just killed Tony Stark, so now the kids don't want me around anymore. Oh! Not good. You killed Tony Stark? This is, this is so hey, fucking bad. Hey, get away from my car! Hey, this may get any worse. Dark jokester. <laughs> Dark joke. Oh my god. Please turn us off. We'll have the whole world. Didn't they get the awesome what are we supposed to do? I will take care of this. I'm going after this clown. Who's coming with me? That's right. It's me, Beaverine. Beaverine. Wow. Oh my god. 
Oh my god. god. Namaste. <laughs> what did he call him? He said namaste. Oh, no, not, not even before really that. Much right. This is so ridiculous. Super what? Hilarious. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna post this on our on the Snapchat. Stop your grinning and drop your linen. Super bad and a supersonic idiotic double decker ding dong just took out the perimeter forces. Now, super bad, you may die. Laughing. <laughs> it's me, Reed. Hey, you know what? Hold on one second. Sorry about that. I can't wait to see you. Beaverine. He's supposed to be a beaver? That's garbage. But it also looks great. Hooray! They can hear it. Was awesome. So the, the volume was okay. And also, Tyreclaw, how's the volume overall for the podcast? Because we have Glenn in the chat complaining that he can't hear anything. He's like, pull up the volume. And the whole time I was like, no! You put up your volume, damn it! Glenn needs to pull those ears out of his hair right now. Stat, old man. Pull the he- ears out of his hair? Oh, I said it backwards. Damn it! <laughs> pull the air- hair out of his ear. All right, let's move on. Okay, so as a final farewell to what is frankly one of the craziest panels in the last 50 years of San Diego Comic-Con. I don't know who wrote this article, but I don't, I don't agree with that statement. Kevin Feige brought out Oscar-winning actor Mahershala Ali to reveal that he would be taking on the mantle of Blade the Vampire Hunter Daywalker, Woo! previously played by Wesley Snipes across three movies that formed early important steps in the road to the Marvel movie universe as we know it today. So uh, I, I saw this uh, uh, this thing on Imager, uh, like a fact about the Blade 3 movie yeah. where um, uh, Wesley Snipes was so hard to work with yep. that uh, there was uh, this one scene where he's supposed to open his eyes as yep. he's waking up. Yep. But he refused to open his fucking <clears throat> eyes. Yep. So they just see the eyeballs on him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I got to watch Blade I'm 3. I'm not again. kidding you. Okay, so keep going. I'm going to try to find Wait, that clip. I got another Timbit, too. Timbit, okay. a tri- Timbit. Tribit. So <laughs> one day, I think uh, Wesley Snipes didn't like the director. Okay. So he sat the director down, and he tried <laughs> to convince him to quit the, quit the movie. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So then the director turned around and said, hey, Wesley Snipes, we shot most of your uh, scenes. So we could use a stand-in for most of your scenes. Why don't you quit the fucking movie, right? <laughs> so after that, Wesley Snipes refused to talk to the director. And whenever he had to talk to the director, Anthony, yeah, yeah. he would send him post-it notes. Signed, I heard about this. Signed Blade. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the reason behind it. <laughs> so I guess, like... Wow. I, like, I don't understand these people that... Like, are they that hard to work with that they become fucking babies? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's like, just try and be a little bit more professional, you piece of shit. Anyways, another side note. A lot of people are like, why don't they bring back Wesley Slice's blade? Um, the guy uh, is goddamn 60 years old. <laughs> I don't want a 60-year-old uh, fucking uh, blade. If I wanted a 60-year-old superhero, I'd sit down and watch Justice League again so I can see Ben Affleck like a 60-year-old Batman. Like, no one wants to see these people <laughs> dead and beaten and at the end of their career. People want to see them in their prime, mm-hmm. right? Why do I want to keep being reminded that I'm an old person and my body's going to break down? <laughs> I don't want to know these things. I want to go and be immersed in the fantasy that is a superhero genre. Thank you very much. Okay, let's keep moving on. 
Uh, you're not a big Flash person, but the Flash no, Season I'm 6 not. trailer introduced uh, 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 the villainous blood work of Sandhill Ramamurthy. Okay. Who's so that? I guess Sandhill Ramamurthy is the actor... And he played uh, a pretty cool role in Heroes. Remember that move, that show from a long yep. time ago? Oh, he that was guy. Suresh Maraj, yep. the professor guy from Heroes. I really liked him in that show. I felt that he was underutilized in that show. So, um, Okay, so here's some information uh, because you know I'm a, not a big DC person. So whenever they introduce new villains on Flash, I'm always like, who the fuck is that guy? In DC Comics, Ramsey Russo is Rosso. Oh, somewhere out there, Glenn is screaming. Is a <laughs> hemophiliac who gains a number of blood-based metahuman powers as a result of dangerous experiments. In the CW's reimagining him, Rosso's a doctor with a grand plan to rid the world of cancerous presence. Not just cancer itself, but people he sees as a sickening drain on the world. And let me guess, he sees the Flash and Team Flash as a sickening Drain. Yeah, I totally get it. They constantly save people. They must be a sickening uh, drain. Um, blah, blah, blah. The Flash returns to the CW Tuesday, October 8th. Can't come close enough. Cannot wait for uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth or the Crisis event that they're doing. Brendan Roth's Kingdom Come t-shirt stole Arrow's final San Diego Comic-Con panel. Thousands of fans, what? yeah. So thousands of fans poured into San Diego Comic Con's ballroom twenty yesterday, expecting to see the Arrow Arrowcast emotional farewell during a panel for the show's final season. That's exactly what they saw, uh, but what no one expected to witness was a very excited Brendan Roth, Routh, with some major news about the CW's upcoming Christ on Infinite Earths event. After seven years, the series that gave birth to the CW's Arrowverse is finally coming to a close. And in the first trailer of Arrow's final season, Oliver Queen's got unfinished business to take care of. But somehow, not even... Oh, man, this is so dry. <laughs> Can I just say that Brendan Routh is going to play... He's going to play Superman. Uh, his he's old, back. But I don't know if it's the same role that he played in um, Brian Singer's Superman. But he wore the, the logo from the King and Come Superman, which is a black and red, totally badass logo, so it's possible that maybe he's the Kingdom Come Superman. I don't know. Um, blah, blah, blah. Let's keep going. Doom Patrol Season 2 will stream on HBO Max and DC Universe. What the Doom Patrol panel at this year's Comic-Con lacked in the way of footage from the show's upcoming second season and made up for with an interesting bit of news. It might be easier for people to get into the series in coming months, courtesy of Warner Brothers' newest streaming endeavor, HBO, little-known sh- uh, channel. Home. What does this stand for? Home, Home box office. Home box office. During the panel, actress Diane Guerrero and executive producer Diane? Diane Guerrero? Yep. No relationship to Julio Guerrero? Executive producer Jeremy... Hold on, I found the clip. What is it? It's just looping right now. Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me. That's CGI's? Yeah, they CG'd his eyeballs in. Because he wouldn't open his eyes uh, while he was lying down. Why? Why? Because that, that was needed in the scene. No, but why didn't he open his eyes? What an asshole. Because he was being an ass. Mm. That's while terrible. it isn't Anyways. exactly surprising that some of the DC Universe's 
buzzier content would make the leap over to HBO Max. The decision to stream Doom Patrol on both services is interesting because it further cements DC continued support of the service. Does it do that article or does it do the opposite and it kind of cheapens the whole idea? Anyways. Yeah. It's bad Just keep going. Don't worry, man. It's a sore spot for me. I don't like to think about DC Universe uh, failing. Young Justice <laughs> is coming back for season four. This is huge news for one Glenn Cramp. Much like one of its newest heroes, Halo, Young Justice is a series that keeps on avoiding death, in part because the people who love it so dearly. You can try to keep it down, even cancel it, but it just keeps coming back stronger. During the Young Justice portion of the DC uh, Universe panel at this year's San Diego Comic-Con, executive producer Greg Wiseman and Brandon Vallala, uh production of fourth season is already underway. It's the story beyond Outsiders and its current plot. Oh, man. Multiple Justice League teams. What's up? No, I just, uh, like, I'm flicking through on my feed here uh, after, like, searching for uh, the Wesley Snipes clip. Uh, uh, did you know he was, uh, when he was going out with Halle Berry, he hit her... Like so hard in the right ear that she's gone deaf from that. I heard about that. Holy shit! Okay, yeah, I didn't that, know that. That sounds like something Wesley Snipes would do. Played three know. Wesley Snipes, I <laughs> guess. <laughs> anyway, Demolition Man, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Simon Phoenix. Oh yeah, that was his name. <coughs> <coughs> oh, this is uh, big for me because I know there's not a lot of Black Lightning fans out there. But will Black Lightning join the Arrowverse? Like, for me, I always in my head thought they were in the same universe, but I guess not. So, Cress Williams had some thoughts at Comic-Con for, a long, for as long as uh, Black Lightning's been airing on the CW. It's been kept separate from the network's other DC cape shows, despite the fact that the annual crossovers are a big part of what gets people hyped up to watch them every year. During the Black Lightning panel at San Diego Comic-Con this year, the topic came up once again, and Black Lightning himself had some thoughts to share. While nothing's been set in stone or announced, Cress Williams said that after some of the talks he's heard about future plans, he wouldn't be surprised if Black Lightning, Lightning, and Thunder ended up crossing paths with the likes of Team Arrow and Coral in quote, company at some point in the future. Given that Crisis on Infinite Earths, as in literally all possible Earths, is the Arrowverse's next big tentpole special, it would make all the sense in the world for the events to, at the very least, open a pathway for Black Lightning to finally bump soldiers with other heroes that dominate the CW. That would be awesome. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, okay. Uh, aside from literal... Black Lightning has been so... Sorry, I'm just trying to skim through the news because we have about 15 minutes left. And... Uh, yeah, so uh, another thing... Uh, you know, wh- why are we going into this news when we should have been talking about our overall uh, thoughts on Phase 4? On, on which one? Phase 4. Phase 4? Yeah. No, no, uh, sorry. I wanted to bring up uh, something that Glenn asked to bring up yeah. was... Uh, why does it pull this up? Um, no, I'm like reading the wrong thing here. Uh, yeah, d- so a few things uh, on the video game uh, side of things. Uh, so this weekend again, there's that open beta for Gears Five, um, and as far as free, I lost a lot of the the chat here, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, there's uh, there's uh, e- uh, EA Access that just opened f- 
finally for the PS4, I think, this weekend. Wait, what? Oh, but you have to buy the service on the PS4 to get it, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been nice if you just had one. But yeah, it doesn't make sense for you know for Xbox and whatnot. Yeah, there's still the, the tech test that's going on this weekend for yep. Gears. Very excited for that. Probably won't have any time to actually play it. Hey, um, so I think we all are really missing Japan. Yeah. So we're talking about going to Iza, 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 uh, Izakaya. This, so Japanese uh, uh, tapas bar. Yeah, so it's basically a place where you sit down, relax with friends, and then uh, buy shareable plates, right? Yep. The thing is, when we were in Japan, how much was the average uh, tapas plate there? <sighs> it was like 300 yen or something? Yeah, 3 $4. Which is like 3 $4. And then when I looked at the menus here, everything was minimum 10 bucks. Something like that. Which really sucks, dude. Yeah. Because what's going to happen... When Brian Austin shows up, is he's going to eat everything <laughs> and then claim that he didn't eat anything and then pay half of what everybody else is going to pay? Yeah, but Book then it. that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and but then, the then we can prove that he ate every- gout. Yeah, I was going to say we can like, prove that he ate everything with his gouted foot that yeah, night. There you go. But it won't be worth it because I'll be out <laughs> money and food, and all he'll gain is sympathy and gout. <laughs> but he won't get any sympathy from me. You hear me? And the wheelchair. You hear me? Maybe? A sack of shit. I'm addressing you, Brian Austin, because you don't even listen to the show. That's what makes you a sack of shit. What else on the video game, man? Not much. Oh, wait. No, I wanted to talk about my thoughts on Phase 4 real quick. Okay, go for for it. Did you talk about what you were excited about? Oh, no. I just had my overall comments there on uh, on that stuff. I can add to uh, uh, to, the things. All right, go ahead. As you talk. Oh, like uh, you do I, your uh, bit. Like I, I don't have much. I was going to say, unlike the first, uh, the first three phases... Mm-hmm. In this phase, I'm just kind of excited about like maybe one thing from each thing. But with the other phases, like I can't wait to see this movie. I can't wait to see this character. I can't wait to see this. But in this is like, with the Eternals, is like, mm, I guess I could learn more about the Celestials, I guess. Or like, you know, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is like, mm, I guess I could, I could take some and of that. That's just going to be a TV show away. either, right? Yeah, that's just a TV yeah. show. And then like stuff like the, um, what was the other one? What was the other one called? Shang-Chi. Uh, and like uh, that is that gonna be a movie or a show? A movie, dude. That's oh crazy, right? And see, the thing about Shang Chi oh is like totally not interested at all in. Is this, this shit. like a B character or C or even a D like character? Like an F character oh or a God. Z character. But here's the thing: not interested at all. Guess what? They added the colon and the sub. And what is the subtitle to Shang? What's the subtitle? It's called uh, uh, "And the Legend of the Ten Rings," which is a direct. Direct connection to the Mandarin? the Mandarin, right? Because Fuck. in the first Iron Man movie, he's kidnapped by the Ten Rings. Mm, so that's okay. that's your only reason I'm interested in that. So everything that they're coming out with, I, there's things that I'm interested in. But I think what they're doing, and this is really really smart, is that if you notice, uh, if you look at the Phase Four, all of the big name people and the big name characters are now being moved into TV. Yep. Right, kind of like downplay the yeah, and they probably get lesser, smaller checks, and they're able to afford it. And not only that, but it bolsters their new streaming service, and you know, you get all of these recognizable faces. Mm-hmm. But then you have all of these cheaper actors. They're hungry. Mm-hmm. They're willing to. They're willing to suck dick for a, for a part in a Marvel movie. Willing? They've already done it, guy. They probably they probably swallowed the load too. They're just waiting for that come to dry off. So. They're just yikes. Uh, you just gotta scrape that crust off. <laughs> anyway, so they're just they're just they're willing to do anything to make their name, and so 
I'm not excited for the movies overall, but they all have some kind of element in it that makes me want to be like, mm, okay, I'll watch it because it's connected to the overall MCU somehow. And, and you know, I I, I felt uh, pretty much uh, the same way. Whereas, as um, as uh, as all, all all the past movies were were announced, you you, you see how um, you see like you have an idea of how the story is going to progress, right? And uh, you get excited for uh, like for those characters that uh, that are going to be uh, featured or that uh, it's going to have like a, uh, uh, their, uh, their their story re- re- uh, revealed. Um, yeah, and and you have an overall idea of of uh, where where the story is going to lead into. However, it just fe- yeah, it feels like it's scattered with um, uh, with the phase four announcement. It doesn't feel like it's. Um, uh, it, it's all put together. Like you don't see any link between each of the shows uh, or each of the movies uh, so far. It's like you can pick and choose uh, from here. Whereas uh, on the previous uh, phases, uh, you, you'll see like uh, which ones you're gonna follow into next instead of uh, like this time around saying that I want. But actually, this. they are they are setting it up like that. Yeah, like, and, don't and, with connections. Yeah, because they said explicitly that you'll have to watch Wandavision. To see where WandaVision ends up. So we're to see where Wanda ends up and then goes into Doctor Strange. Mm, you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. So they are setting it Wait, up. WandaVision like is going to be a show? Yeah, WandaVision is a show. And Bettany and what's her name? Yes, and Olsen is going to be in the it. show? Yeah. What the hell? Really fucking cool, right? But this is all in the streaming service, right? Yeah. God damn. And the streaming service is six ninety nine. Fuck. That's not <laughs> bad, right? Not and not only bad. that, more than likely, it's going to have all of Fox's stuff on there, too. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, right? Like, um, you know, the other day I was thinking, oh, you know what? If I don't go to Walmart to buy this tent, oh, I can just buy it anywhere. No, I can't. Like, I'm fucked. There's barely any stores. Maybe Canadian Tire. I got some Canadian Tire money. God damn. So but where th- am I supposed to go? Th- right? That streaming service was, like, in the works, knowing that they were, uh, that they were going for that Fox acquisition. I think so, for Fox, sure. Okay. I think that was a part of the, a big push part of it. Because, like, look. Because without future, Fox, like, what content do they have? Aliens, Simpsons. No, without Fox. Oh, without Fox? Yeah. Oh, fucking every Disney movie, every Pixar movie. Those yeah. are big players. Those are big hitters. But like you're right. I know, but then that's it's just... It's limited. Yeah, it's limited to a quote-unquote family-oriented yeah. uh, audience. But check this out. They got Fox, so now, every yeah. episode so of that's The Simpsons. Like changed. Yeah. Streamable. But I heard that in the acquisition, they don't get The Simpsons. No. There's one of the asterisks. You don't get Simpsons, and oh, you don't get our racist that's political their, uh, views. That's their uh, like bread and butter. No, it's not. If it's still making them money. I don't think Simpsons is making them money. I think that Simpsons is actually costing them money, but they can't get rid of it because oh, it's got syn- so much prestige behind prestige it, Prestige right? and uh, syndication rights. Yeah, that so too. So that's where Absolutely. the money's coming from. And I think there's something in the contract where financially, uh, like, or they make you pass a certain season and then they're allowed to write their own ticket kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Where they're like, okay, you guys now decide when the show ends. Yeah. Even though it really should have ended like years ago. Well... Well, Simpsons cast is making bank. Yep. Some of them died. All right. So <clears throat> here's a problem. Here's something that Glenn is saying that I have a real problem with. Glenn says, Sang-Ti brings a real Mandarin to the MCU, and perhaps we will see who Trevor was trying to copy. I think the end credit scene for Black Video will have her finding a clue to the Ten Rings. Disney, money, 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 money. So money, I have a problem money. with your statement where, Glenn, where you say that we will see who Trevor was trying to copy. Trevor wasn't trying to copy anybody. He was like this actor that was a total joke. 
right? Who's Trevor? And Trevor was uh, Sir, uh, you know, the guy that was pretending to be the Mandarin in the first. Oh, right, 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 right. What's okay, his name? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, Sir. What's his face? You know who I'm trying to talk about. He was in Sexy Beast. Yeah, he he was Gandhi. He was Gandhi. Yeah, I was listening <laughs> to. So, um, yeah, I don't think he was trying to copy anybody. I think that he was trying to be his own Mandarin and that we're going to see a totally, totally different version of Mandarin. He's going to be more traditional. He's going to look more like, believe it or not, the cartoon, the Iron Man cartoon. So he's going to be a green-skinned Asian man with 10 rings. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, because he was a green-skinned Asian man with 10 rings. He had a Wolverine's haircut. So that's the only reason that I'm excited for Shang-Chi. Other than that, not excited about the whole thing. I feel like I'm just like waiting until they give us Fantastic Four or Mutants. Honestly, I don't see myself going to see Shang-Chi on the first night or even the first week. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see... I don't think we saw... Yeah, we saw Spider-Man on the first night, so... Yeah, we did. I still have that energy to get out there. It's just that there's some things that I just won't do it for, right? And that includes... Shang-Chi? You know, a, <laughs> a D-list character like fucking Shang-Chi. Anyways... I said the, it the for Iron from Man, Toronto. and I'm saying it for Shang-Chi. I think the actress from Toronto from that one. I'm not sure. All right, anyways, uh, I'm trying to... Sorry, I, I lost no, no my... I lost my uh, we got a few minutes left. So, Westworld also released a trailer. Are you into Westworld? No, I, ha- I've, I haven't watched a single episode. There's only two seasons. Oh, se- my God. There's only two seasons right now. Yes. Right? Okay. It's so good. It's it, one of the best sci-fi shows. Is it a on HBO TV. show? Yes. Okay. It's really good. You know what? I'm gonna try See, to get my if, wife if, to watch it too. If this is the, there's lots of sex in it too. No, if this is one of those shows that's gonna nakedness that's gonna like go on for uh, for for several seasons, similar to Game yeah. of Thrones. I want to wait it out so I have like a bunch of stuff to. Oh, binge. I don't think there's any point. Season two is not that great, and season three is gonna be pretty garbage. So, ah, okay. like, it's the is this thing where. They based it on the t- they based it on a movie. Okay. But the movie didn't have sequels, so they didn't have anywhere to go. So I'm not gonna give you any spoilers of the plot, but once you reach a certain point in the show, you're like, where do you go from here? And then everything after that is just a convoluted mess. Oh, uh, so, so it's, like, it's, it's like they rolled themselves like, in the corner, kind of. Kind of. It's interesting where they go in season two, and I think look, I'm still gonna watch because you know. I watched all 10 fucking seasons of Smallville. Why wouldn't I invest in this stupid <laughs> ass show now, right? I got to watch it all the way through. Damn you, Hollywood. Ben Kingsley is the actor. Thank you. Yes, ben. that's it. Ben Kingsley. Uh, he says, what? Glenn goes on to say, I hope Shang-Chi has what? the feel of a Bruce Lee type movie. Just a simple kung fu movie. It does not, ha- e- not have even have to be a big budget film. You know what else would be awesome? Is if they introduce the MCU version of uh, Daniel Rand, right? And then you, Daniel Rand Rand is Iron Fist. Okay. So then you might have uh, the Iron Fist maybe become either a movie or uh, a TV show on Disney Plus. I could get behind that because I really think that they, as good as the Netflix shows were, I -hmm. really think that they did all of the characters a disservice. I don't think any of the characters are even remotely close to what they are supposed to be like in the comics. They all have this layer of, I don't know, unnecessary, like being little bitches. Like it's not the same in the comics. They knew what they were doing and they were very confident. And this is like, they question everything because they have to take, you know, like a moment stretched over three episodes, right? They have to stretch and fill it. And it makes everybody seem just like, 
brooding all the time and taking their time thinking things out and like just really slow paced unlike the MCU where they're like look we got three hours to hit all these points we don't have a lot of time then we gotta move on to the next movie and it's boom 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 whereas with the Netflix with Jessica Jones it's like four episodes of watching her sleep like I can't do it man (laughs) I can't you know what I'm saying or like, I've never watched a single episode of uh, that show. If any of the uh, Marvel or it's DC painful, shows, dude. it's painful to watch. And I'm like, like I said, I'm invested, so I have to watch all the shit all the way through. Like Luke Cage, wat- watching him slowly walk from one place to the other. Do, just... do, do, you th- uh, do you think it's because it was on Netflix that they're trying to extend seasons out or extend out the season so that way they'll have more content for, for uh, extra seasons? But then, as soon as the Disney uh, announced their streaming service, they pulled all the shit out. And now they're going to do it proper uh, once uh, they well, come over to Disney. You say proper, but, you know, they made a lot of mistakes, but I felt like they knocked it out of the park with a couple of uh, things, too. Like, I really thought that, I think Brian Cox is his name, the guy that plays Daredevil. I think he's okay. an amazing Daredevil. I liked uh, both seasons of the first two seasons of Daredevil. Daredevil are amazing, right? And I think they, they killed it with the costume. Kingpin is awesome in the series. And there's a part of me that, like, and you have, like, Foggy's great. And even, like, they got the girl from The Matrix to play, like, the gay lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I thought that she did, a, like, what was her name? Trinity, I think, in, in The Matrix. I think she did a really good job of playing that character. I, so I thought there was a lot of good stuff going on in Daredevil. And I secretly hope that Daredevil had the, the, right, uh, the right quality that I felt like they could just fold that. That and Punisher. I felt like they mm. could just fold that into the MCU. But it seems like they're like, fuck this and fuck Netflix and fuck all this shit and just tossing all that shit out. Which seems like a very DC thing to do. Because I felt like they, right from the beginning they had said, yeah, this old this Netflix stuff takes place in the same MCU universe. But apparently not because now they're going to pick all new actors. So, you know, we're invested all these actors and these characters. It's going to be shocking at first. It's uh, it's a way of taking control back of those properties. Yeah, and I guess doing them the real way. But I just, this isn't like Sony or Fox where, you know, they were not paying attention to Marvel's notes and didn't give a shit. And they were just doing their own thing. Yeah. Like this is oh, Netflix of course. going, this is- we want to pay the right respect to the characters. And we're listening very closely to, to Marvel. And, you know, we want this to kind of be part of the same universe and they've kind of agreed to that so we don't want to screw this up and I feel like for the most part they did a good job right so I don't feel like this is one of those things where Marvel's like haha we finally got control of our characters again yeah we have a minute left um and yeah there you go that was Comic Con just to wrap things up real quick um the Westworld uh trailer that they showed was awesome I'm really into the show I love it uh and um yeah, Picard looks really bad. I think that uh, it's it's going to be a real train wreck. It's going to be a real train wreck. Oh, uh, another thing from Glenn. Uh, NHL 20, there's a demo this weekend. That this yeah, NHL 20, there's a demo this weekend. Okay. Sorry, I had to uh, get that no, in. No, that's okay. Oh, this is big. I don't know if anybody out there is a, a fan of this movie called Snowpiercer. Have you watched Snowpiercer? Yep. I think you actually recommended it to me, and I watched it. A while back. And it's based on an old manga. I don't care if we go over. This is more important. Um, it's based on an old manga, and it had the it gave me the same when I was watching it, and then I kind of looked at the manga as well. When I was kind of looking at the manga, it gave me that weird, uneasy, weird feeling. Same with the movie that I got from uh, reading Suicide Club, which was another manga that you had showed me like back mm-hmm. in the day. That totally like fucked me up. Like honestly, 
fucked me up. The the, the manga? Yeah, Holy the shit. manga fucked me up. Okay. Because like I also kind of had like uh, at the time like kind of suicidal uh, thoughts. Okay. Is that a weird thing to admit to people? No. I, I have suicidal thoughts often, but I would never act on them. But it's always like this thing in the back of my mind that maybe yeah. Why don't you go kill yourself? Anyways, oh. I think that's a little dark. Anyways, so that's why it felt so real to me when those people made that decision to jump off the platform and do it together, holding hands, and then that next scene where they just bodies explode everywhere, yep. and then they did a real live movie of that. Yep. That is even more dark and even more messed up. So, Snowpiercer to me is the same thing. Like it's a really messed up, dark 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 movie it's a great movie i really really enjoyed it it really makes you question society as a whole and just like it's an allegory for society yep. you know what i'm saying and uh, i think that that movie makes you feel think a lot of things that you don't normally think in your life and make you feel uneasy and start questioning things um and i think that most good movies do that right yep. who's here who is it i don't know someone opened the door Anyways, probably one of my annoying kids. They know that it's 8 o'clock and it's almost time to get off. Hold on, hips. Hold on. So, Snowpiercer is... Um, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's coming soon. It's a, the trailer looks incredible. It's a TV series that's on TBS. Oh, a TV series. I'm like, yeah, oh, TV coming series. soon because so the movie the, already came out. I think what they're going to do is take that whole movie idea and expand it. And I, I'm really, really, really behind that. On the one huge train. <laughs> <laughs> it is one huge train. It's really messed up. You, should, you guys should see it because the premise is stupid, but once you see the movie, it's incredible. Uh, also, Batman Beyond is being uh, released on Blu-ray, which is great. Um, actually, I'll talk about that next week. Uh, but for now, let me just send out... Uh, I just want to say thank you all the people that were listening live. Uh, Binary six six seven, Adon Burr, uh, Cult Daddy, DC Nate, Derek H, DJ Zana, Doom Plague, Havoc nine seven eight, Hey Jude, Icon Boy, that's me, Jordan Power, Nux Sonic, Leafs and Six, that's Glenn, Metal General, MXT, Rafa SKB, um, Rob himself, Next Gen, uh, Shadow Next Gen from England, Sully, Tire Claw, Titan, that's a bot, Warham. And last but certainly not least is finally Yogi Zilla. Please listen to Dead Pixel Live every Thursday, I want to say. And uh, the R9 cast every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think that's the, I think that's the right one. And we never want to tear down shows, but don't listen to Fantastic Forum. They're <laughs> too popular. They're always taking the number one spot. Don't listen to them or ZombieCast. Both horrible, horrible podcasts you don't want to listen to. I'm joking. Those podcasts are awesome. And uh, damn it. Damn it. Say bye, Anthony. Bye, Anthony.